The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. does not mind extending a little credit. So we're gonna take care of your concerns. Because right here, right now, in the godforsaken city of Little Rock, Arkansas, Solo is going to go one-on-one -on -one and in the name of the tribal chief, Smash his opponent. I'm so sorry you have to see this deplorable human being up close and in person. Solo's opponent, the 2023 WWE Hall of Fame inductee, Ray Mysterio! Me, Chin. Walking into the oh, beautiful, fantastic counter by DeVille. Oh, well he's caught. You would think a professional rule breaker who was once an official would know to obscure the official's view. That was made well spotted though by the referee. And Chelsea now, the legal competitor. Oh! What do you call that, Chelsea JP? Green, we might call this a victory. They've got it! Top turnbuckle, my God! Oh my God! Superplex! Rollins again! Falcon Air! 
It's Seth's turn to feed off the WWE Universe. Here we go, Stone! Will that do it? Seth's good! From the top, Solo out of the way. Samoan Spike. Sakoa puts away Rey Mysterio. Bakiri, back inside. Hardlock, Hardlock, oh no. This could do it. Bakiri's in trouble here. What oh. the hell? It's Bronson Reed. Where the hell did he come from? I don't know how a man that big hides from anybody, but good God, man. The colossal Bronson Reed just flattened Bobby Lashley. There's a double count out between Lashley and Reed last week. Bronson Reed clearly wants more. Oh my God! Like a battering ram from the ring apron. Bronson Reed is storming Lashley's castle. Look at the size of this man. The Aussie Destroyer oh just pulverizing Bobby Lashley. a sick, sadistic smile. Plastered on the face of, what was it, he called himself Mr. Nice Guy? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't seem like it right now. No sign of Austin Theory as Bronson Reed now just stalks the Almighty. Muscling up Bobby Lashley, but Lashley back to life, looking for a hurt lock. Can he go? And a drop kick from the back by Austin Theory for good measure. Reed now still has work to do with Lashley. Jumping Bobby. Samoan dropping. We know what comes next. Absolute destruction. Tsunami. Got it scouted. Uh-oh, watch out. K.O.D. The kiss of death to put away Dakota Kong. I know exactly what I want to talk about, and I know exactly who I want to talk to, so go ahead, bring yourself out here. Please come to the ring, Brock Lesnar. Listen to me, do all that listen to them, listen to me, please. Think about this clearly. We don't need this, we certainly do not need this. I need you to leave it. If you're not gonna do it on your own, then gentlemen, please come help Cody Rhodes leave the ring tonight. Please. It's questionable decision it is. Adam Pierce is trying to protect Cody chair himself. Please. Think about this. Think about this, please. This does not have to happen like this.
everybody, listen to me, don't do this. The Beast Incarnate is here! I know that's here. what you want, Cody. I know that's what you want, but it can't happen tonight. Look at me, please, look at me. Listen, you want the match with Brock? I know you want the match with Brock. I will give you the match with Brock May 6th in Puerto Rico at Backlash. Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes at Backlash. I make it official right now. Please, don't do this. Do it in Puerto Rico. Do it at Backlash. Not tonight. Oh, Cody! He's not backing down the American Nightmare. Oh, Cody's not thinking straight. I understand Cody's frustrations, but... Oh! It's gonna cost Rhodes a lot of money. You said it already, Graves. He's got fire in the eyes. And those eyes are checking out Lesnar. Cody's frustrated. Cody's blind with rage right now. And Lesnar's enjoying every second of it. Lesnar knows exactly what he's doing right now. Another wave of security, keeping Rhodes away from Lesnar. I spent the entirety of last week throwing out positive platitudes about Brock Lesnar, and I left one out. Brock Lesnar can wear his silly cowboy hat all day long, but Brock Lesnar, I grew up around cowboys. You are not a cowboy. You are a coward. Kevin Owens with the swamp top ball, but the knees were raised. Dominic makes the tag to Balor, and here comes Finn. Shotgun drop kick right to the heart of Owens. KO in the drop zone. The Prince making the climb. This is out on the coup de grace. Tag was made with Sami Zayn. KO wants to stun him. Sami lining it up. Priest back involved, stunner for Damian Priest as well. Haluba kick taken down, Balor. Matt Riddle from the top. Floating throw. Will not do it. Your Riddle has got him. And the reason I needed Lita out of the picture is because I needed it to be crystal clear that the person who screwed Becky Lynch out of her titles was me. And then Becky, Becky, do you remember that moment when you like put your arm around me and you said in your stupid little accent, Good try, Trish. We'll get him next time, friend. Becky, I am not your friend, and there will be no next time. And I made a point that very moment that I was going to make everything right, and I took out the man just like that. Oh, you, got, you guys don't like that. You didn't like that? Oh, you didn't like that. Guess what? I don't care, because I wasn't about to let Becky Lynch or any of you rewrite history. I am not a nostalgia act. I am not your childhood fantasy, and I sure as hell am nobody's sidekick.
I am the greatest of all time. And I am the single most important figure in the history of WWE. And I'm here to make sure none of you forget it. Oh, wait a second, Jimmy and Jay, and Solo. The Usos and Solo are back, trying to pick up the slack because the Judgment Day did not uphold their end. No hesitation from Jimmy, Jay, and Solo. They want to end the KO Saudi and Little problem right now. They'll have a chance to do it at Backlash, but Rey Mysterio and the LWO. This is mayhem. They want retribution from earlier on tonight. Taking over the numbers game now. Ray and the LWO taking the fight to the Judgment Day in the bloodline. Superstars coming across the announce desk. As Sami Zayn now goes after Jey Uso. It is madness, it is chaos. There are bodies flying everywhere. Absolute mayhem. There's Rey Mysterio. Dom bringing the fight, I'm sorry, Rey bringing the fight back to his own son. No more emotion there for Rey Mysterio's. It's all out war here now. Rey's ready with the 619. Oh! He's gone to our own announce table. Bad Bunny's grinning after that one. Thanks, KO. A deal that has backfired on the bloodline. Second come.
Nation is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts in seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Jeff Lipman. right infidels you found us here channelattitude.com hameen media group where you get the most real talk the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from aew and wwe impact and more because we're gonna break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at hmg so you don't need to go anywhere else because there's no five stars here there's only five dollar face slaps infidel so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Warning. The following video clip contains strong language and has therefore been rated 18 plus by the YouTube NECCA. Viewer discretion is advised. The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. And welcome to the PWC Thursday night edition of the Machismo. I'm your host Jimmy T, and my co-host is back once again. He is the troublemaker of the PWC. He's also the evil one, and he's Mister Eight Hundred and Thirty Thousand. Mm-hmm. Dr. Jeff Lipman, welcome back to the Machismo. Yeah, that's on my diabetes count. Loophole, loophole, y'all. The messenger. Is it Dr. Dre or is it Grandmaster Flash? Grandmaster Flash. <laughs> the message, not the messenger, the message. 
<laughs> we won't debate that here anyway, Jeff. But yes, what, what, is it the messenger or the playing? message? What, what, what I don't know that we're allowed to play that music. Oh man, it's it's the PWC, bro. First of all, Al, I did have a warning at the start. You, you did, but <laughs> that's the no-no word. <laughs> it's the Nigel. It's my Nigel. As long as they say it and we don't, it's all good. <laughs> all right, no, I'm going to trust saying. you with that rule. My rules stay away. Oh, come on, Jeff. You're not going to get heat for that. I mean, every hip-hop song practically has got that N-word in it. I mean, let's be real. Well, that's true, but I don't really listen to a whole lot of hip hop. So. <laughs> well, I'm not, just saying. Not, not much of a conflict for me. Oh, shit. And yeah, if anyone's wondering what the hell is this matchup, it's mine. Actually, I, I did this. So, yeah, kudos to me, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, we're not here to talk music, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you. Very good. Thank you. Is that hey, the Larry Zabisco? Where, where's the true cross? The, the what? The True Cross. Vera Cruz, that means True Cross. Oh, Chavello. He yeah. said he's going to jump in soon. He's probably oh. going to... He was for sure, then he's not 100% sure, but he's going to jump in more than likely. So, uh, yeah, even though we promoted him, he should jump on because... Actually, I'm not going to say it, but um, it's best that we keep that off the air. Right. But um, anyway, he could more than likely he should jump on, I assume, hopefully. All right. Well, I, I want to hear the professor's perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Everyone wants to hear the perspective, the per, professor's perspective. He, like, he oh, likes absolutely. to hoard that for the for the PW household. He likes to hoard <laughs> that for the YouTube channel. <laughs> True. Hang on a minute, Jeff. Hey, you know, but, you know, uh, I was on a Homeboy show yesterday. Recorded the show Homeboy '88. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. And well, everyone, everyone's like, "Who's Homeboy '88?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I only know him as Homeboy '88." He's like, what's his name? I'm like, I don't know. I just know he's not homeboy one through 87. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? Not many people know his shoot name. I know his shoot name, but it's it's like you can count it on the hand, put it that way. But he's got, I don't know if you know much about homeboy's history. But I, don't he's... I don't even know his name. And, I, and I'm <laughs> like, this is not a complaint. I don't need to. Well, yeah, he's, he's super paranoid for a reason because he's the biggest troll of the HMG scene, period. <laughs> what are you looking at there, Jeff? I'm looking at my overly sexy fiance. <laughs> my inappropriately gorgeous fiance. She is gorgeous. Absolutely. Yeah, you do have a gorgeous fiance. Actually, when is the big day again? Is it November? Whoops. Whoopsie daisy. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, for those who want to know out there, her, her mother is actually getting us um, ta uh, tailored custom custom wedding rings from Ecuador really? so, she went, so, she oh, goes cool. so, so when they come then see I have a few friends that are ordained so we've got to figure out which one of them will have officiate and then depending on which one it is that's when we have to figure out which county court to get a marriage license from so oh well, well what would you do actually with that in that scenario well what do you mean like why would you have to choose which county court I mean can't you just do it in Maryland well, or, or Columbia, District of Columbia, too. Maryland is a state, and there's, right. and there's counties within it. Like you, oh yeah, of course. Okay. Sorry, right, right, right. So each county has its own county seat with a courthouse, and that's that's who issues marriage certificates. So okay. you don't even have to get married in your state. I mean, you, people fly to Vegas all the time. Oh yeah, of course. I've been right. to destination weddings in St. Thomas and Puerto Rico, and oh yeah, that'd be awesome. My Saint wedding Thomas was in, in New Jersey. Um, anyway, <laughs> was it yeah. from St. Thomas to Puerto Rico to Jersey? 
Well, I, they weren't all my weddings. <laughs> I, only, <laughs> I know that. No, no, no. I, know I only had one. Yeah, well, it was sort of between, uh, and it was a, it, it, the, the town is in New Jersey, but it's basically a suburb of Philadelphia. And that's where my ex-wife's family oh, was from. That's anyway. even more bizarre. Wait, wait. It was in New Jersey, but it was a suburb of Philadelphia? Yeah, Philly is how the closest major city. I mean, that, that happens. Oh, really? Time. So that's how it works. Yeah. I mean, most oh, of the... Oh, I didn't so know Like that. Cincinnati, you know how nobody thinks it's really part of Ohio? That's because most of the suburbs where there's people are in Kentucky. What? What? Yeah. So that's how it works. Why didn't I know this? I don't well, know. Well, I'm glad you told me that. I just learned something new. Yeah. Wow. So, th- so that's how it works in the States. So basically, it doesn't matter if, like, for example, Cincinnati is in ohio because it's closer to kentucky it sort of goes into their jurisdiction with certain yeah, things i mean I'm, they, you know their top arc you know for right. ohio suburbs but the bottom arc is, is kentucky oh, um, wow yeah holy shit i didn't know i, I mean like you know you know where Cornette lives but his lawyer is in west virginia but he's in the far western corner of west virginia close to whatever i guess it's the indiana state line or wherever wherever Cornette lives in pennsylvania so, yeah, yeah, something like that. I right. think Pennsylvania, maybe. Yeah, I mean, listen, most cities are on are on bodies of water. The 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 other lines were drawn afterwards. Holy shit! I did. I don't know how I didn't know that, but that's thank Why you. I, I'm really actually like shocked and excited that I, mean, I learned that. I'm yeah, like, I mean, what the fuck? why would you? Because first of all, you're from a, a fake continent that doesn't <laughs> doesn't exist. Oh, homeboy, we were just talking about you. What's up? Um, and. What's yeah. up, Cardinal? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go into <laughs> private chat, but that's going to distract me. You know how I get. Um, right, right. But also, well, your, I mean, your country is so huge, but the populated areas are so, so limited small. that right. I, I don't know that you have like a parallel there. Like, no, we don't. We actually don't have that system at all. It's like, like think about pure... Europe. There, there's places where their suburbs are in an, in another country. Wait a minute. Wait like there are parts oh, yeah, of like yeah, no, you're right. and, and Austria Technically. Where, where major suburbs are in Italy. But that's because it falls under the European Union. And when it falls under the European oh. Union, it doesn't really matter, though. No, the, the cities existed before the European Union. No, I know. existed before the, the, the nation states. No, 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 I know. You're right. But um, <laughs> what homeboy said, what is this positive conversation? <laughs> We're talking uh, geography. Does, I think he means political or geographical. Is this positive? Well, you know what? This is this is the new day of the PWC. Literally. The power of positivity. <laughs> I see what you did there, actually, mm-hmm. Jeff. That's the new P. It's no longer penis. It's it's we're, re, we're rebranding. It's the positively resting channel now. That's right. Indubitably. <laughs> yeah. Whatever that. Who said that again? Who was the one that said that shit? It was. Uh, it was what's his name? Say? Keith Lee, that's right. He was limitless. He's, he's limitless with syllables and correct pronunciation. <laughs> I say he's limited in every aspect, but that's just Whoa. me. He was uh, limited in not rescuing Adam Cole last night. My God, that was a weird ass show. Where, where was Hangman Adam Page? They, they it, that's that's the funniest thing about the entire. Well, there's lots of funny things in the show, but one of the most noteworthy things to me was that Hangman Page is so in the doghouse that. They would rather bring in Takeshita to rescue the elite <laughs> than, than to be mired wow. with Hangman Page. Do you think he's actually in the shit of, for whatever reason? Do you yeah. actually? I, I do. And his stupid Instagram post they posted like two days ago, like 
what is it, a year after his famous I don't take advice quote and he posts an Instagram thing saying, I don't know where people got that idea. Of course. What? Uh, he posted advice that now? And input from, from people who've been in the business is always welcome. You know, and I mean, shut up. It took you it took you this long to come up with that bullshit line? You said what Honestly. you said, you tweeted it, you stood by it. You caused she said that? Bites. Yeah. Go on. I mean, I don't have Instagram. I actually deleted it, but oh, go, yeah. go on Instagram, go to his Instagram and, and find it. It was posted, I think, yesterday or two days ago. And it's all over what Twitter. That's, fucking puns. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what an idiot. Why say it now? Why I mean, bring it up now? I mean, at least he's consistent in that he's conflicted. So a year ago, <laughs> he doesn't take advice. Conflicted. This year? Hey, come on. <laughs> I, I, could, I could use advice. Why is no one talking to me? I could use I could use some advice on that. So not only is he conflicted in AW when it comes to storyline, but he's conflicted in life too. No, it's it's enti- that's the only consistent thing about his character is that he's conflicted. It's like, you know, Jesus he can't commit Christ. to drinking. He can't commit to not drinking. He can't commit to his friends. He can't decide who's not his friends. I mean, he he couldn't even decide whether to to do the rescue last night. I mean, he's so conflicted that Don Callis didn't feel like like he could even count on him. Well, speaking of Callis, um, I see. Let, let's talk a, a little about Dynamite because, like I said, I'm yeah. sure you've got a lot to say. Um, and the machismo is not just about Raw; it's about wrestling in general. So, I mean, we do talk about news on every show. About all things macho, right? Exactly, and macho adjacent. Yes, but um, what the hell? <laughs> What are they doing with Takeshita here? I mean, did you see when he came out? It's like he didn't want to be there. He's like, why are you pushing me out for? Yeah. And then he did the whole Kogan ripped his shirt. And, uh, he, you well, know, Takeshita was, was running wild, brother. Jacket. It was like a varsity oh, jacket. was it? Ah, yeah, whatever. It wasn't, there wasn't the ripping the shirt. But, yeah, he looked a little bit like he was confused, like, why are you pulling out here? And then Don Callis did the cartoon push. Look, look what's happening yeah. there. And then, then he ripped. Listen, we know the He's Don. You, I... I listen to the skirmish yesterday uh i mean i wasn't there i saw comments about me by probably jargo um but, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah was that you also acting as jargo the week before because you legitimately confused people I- i'll never say <laughs> i kid you not there was people and even even i fell for it because of one of the listeners saying i agree with what jargo said i'm like what that was yeah, jargo exactly and i always yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's definitely no. You'll never know. That, that, that's the thing. You'll, and, you'll never know. And I don't because I went to look at the comments and I can't see who commented for some reason. But anyway, he, he comments. He comments a lot. Um, so if, <laughs> if he wants to deny it's him, he'll he would. So obviously it was probably Jarga. Um, I never asked him, but uh... <laughs> but if he was listening, if he was watching the show, which he I know he always is, like I am a loyal listener of the skirmish unless i happen to be on it which i'd rather listen than be on it but yeah i <laughs> i agreed with everything you guys said i thought i i thought the whole thing was weird um i mean frankly i'd rather see Takesha than than adam page i, I don't know what adam page's no, well, role is anymore i hear he's too. in contract negotiations maybe they're not what? going so well really i well uh, I, I, I don't know if it's really i you know who do you who who do you know who to believe in wrestling i mean well let's be honest they're all a bunch of clowns i mean look at ftr for example a great example you were right i'll give you that and i actually gave you the credit on the skirmish saying jeff did call it about um how you know 
They're probably going to cancel the show because they re-signed with AEW. And it's exactly what happened. I'm talking about their podcast, mm-hmm. for anyone that's wondering. Yeah, I'm talking about... Uh, right, with Matt Coon. And that's exactly what happened. But you know what really stresses me out about this dork? I'm going to call him a dork. <laughs> Matt the Raccoon. He's a big boy, too. He's bit too he big. Is. He's got, like, size 17 shoes. <laughs> well, not just size 17 shoes, but, I mean, shit, I've got a size 11 shoe, but... That motherfucker, he's wide. He's yeah. Anyway, you know so what? My, my feet are growing too as I get older. <laughs> you think it's because I'm fat and my feet are just flattening out nah. like Fred Wait, wait. Are you being serious? Yeah. Because I like, feel the same way. Like I was a nine, then I was a nine and a half. Now I get ten, and like my tens feel a little bit tight. You know what? I was a ten, and I've gone to an eleven. So that's kind of strange. I might be a ten and a half now. And like, mm. and these are American cut shoes. It's not like no. Me know, too. We wear American. No, so no, we do the American probably, system you know, too. Italian shoes where they'll call something the you know a ten, and it's like an American seven and a half. Yeah, they like I said here in Australia, we go by the American system when it comes to shoe size. You know, but you is know Europe thing Zara like the mall Italian clothier Zara? It's like yeah, not fancy, but they want they want kids right, in mall. Right. Okay, so I went there and I was just looking. I just wanted like a cheap suit for like a um, a funeral. Yeah, you know, just right. like a black suit. If it, you know, if something like happened, a cheap, to it, like a cheap five hundred dollars suit, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's about or, that. I mean, or, or less, yeah, but yeah. Um, well, Australian listen, I price. Have, I used to have all only fancy suits. Oh, as you should, I mean, man. I mean, nothing well, beats now, a great fancy suit, man. Well, I it, it was its own sickness, but anyway, they <laughs> they have Italian sizes. Right. They didn't right. have big enough for me. What? Like the largest they had was like it was like fifty four or sixty two or something. Whatever. No, they they didn't have sizes big enough for me. And I mean, this is in a mall in the United States. I mean, I'm big, but I'm not huge. You know? No, no, no. no. You, I mean, we consider ourselves fucking fat, right? But we're not really that fat, if you know what I'm saying. Well, but... I I was I was in I wasn't fat then, and I was bigger in the right places then. But still, not mm. like. I'm not, you know, an NFL lineman or something. Nah. Even in, in my best, I was still 5'10", you know? I mean, yeah. I mean, nah, I, look, was, I was probably a, a you, uh, you know, a regular 48 or 50, uh, you know, size jacket. Um, they, they, didn't, they didn't have that then. I mean, now would still probably be the same problem, but probably more in the middle. Would you believe I was a size 32 at one stage in pants, bro? Well, so was I, but that was called, you know, college. <laughs> right. I mean, fuck. I can't believe that, man. Yeah, now, I'm, good I'm luck. down to 240. Yeah, you've lost weight. Like I said, man, like I never realized it because I saw you so frequently that I didn't realize the change until I went back and saw an ultra. And I was like, what the fuck? Why didn't I notice the change? Yeah, but I guess yeah. we've all changed in the last three years. Yeah. I lost seven pounds in the last six weeks. Oh, man. I've, I've put on weight losing weight i can't lose weight like i used to man but i eat too much before i go to bed dude that's the problem man i've got to stop doing that i'm old i got get you know too many things hurt gotta stop anyway you know what else hurts <laughs> what's that wrestling hurt this week except for nxt nxt was delightful i didn't watch nxt but yes wrestling did hurt all across the board i guess other than nxt so yeah but um, you want to talk about something on dynamite so we oh really, yeah 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 i don't know how we went oh yeah it was to catch the shirt that made us fucking right. veer off but uh yeah um are we th- this is sort of getting obvious right i mean this this is what's gonna happen 
I guess eventually, do you think Takeshita is going to join the BCC? Maybe. Or with Don Callis and then enter Kote Bushi and the Golden Fucking Elite after that, and then we off to the races in a few. I mean, that does sound very AEW. I mean, Kota yeah. Bushi means nothing to me, and the Golden Lovers means nothing to me, and I think that's a really weird name uh, it is. for tag team. I mean, you know, it's. I, I mean, they got their finisher calling it, they call their finisher the Golden Shower for crying out loud, bro. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> terrific. Um, great. Let's piss on everybody. Island with them. Um, <laughs> that's I don't know what to say about any of it. Could it be? Yeah, I, I, I guess I don't know. I'm I'm not really sure. Um, but you guys covered the show really well. But uh, you know, you're right. I mean, Adam Page didn't rescue Keith Lee. Didn't rescue his buddy. You know, Adam Cole. I think even in wrestling logic, it's really weird for them to have assumed that Britt Baker would try to make the rescue. Um, oh, that cringed and, me, dude. And to have those women hiding. I mean, the JAS has two female members. Like, wouldn't it have made oh, more yeah. sense just in case they had them lying away and the JAS was hired by the outcasts to, uh, to do their bidding and then they called them in and then the JAS left and let, let the outcasts do the, the, the beating? I mean, it's just the whole show was weird. And it was. What about, but the, the victory lap I want to take is not the Dax's podcast one because that was obvious. Yeah, this well, was. Of the Jay White Commander match went exactly the way I, I said it was going to happen. Oh, man. I said it too last week either. You know, he should have gotten a, uh, an actual squash match or it's going to go to a 15-minute barn burner and we got the ladder and that pissed me off, bro. I'm not going to lie. That was terrible. I mean, should have gotten the squash match and Sean Spears. And so Sean Spears is with Ricky Starks. What what happened to Why? Sean Brady? Why isn't... They oh, rescued yeah. Commander. I mean, what 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 is this? I mean... Like I've always said, it's going to be Ricky Starks, you know, and I, I figured it'd be the Elite versus Bullet Club. So I guess you're going Is to get it? some version of the Bullet Club from Forbidden Door. And I guess Ricky Starks and Sean Spears will be two of those people. I, I don't know who else will be there, but I think I think it's safe to say that the blooms off the action Andretti Rose. Um, Thank God. <laughs> I, I agree. And, and and what about Hobbs, dude? I mean, you oh know, my I mean, God, that's another one we called. I'm no QT Marshall and I don't understand the inner workings of the professional wrestling business, but I, and I was not alone. I'm pretty sure you and Chris were on board as well as were other people that pairing him with QT Marshall from day one was a mistake. And all they did was water him down. And now Wardlow, they're doing it again. They put him with Arn Anderson. Why are you taking any, I mean, thank God Arn Anderson is a charisma vacuum these days, but <laughs> why are you taking any heat away from a guy that needs the heat i mean if you're going to do this title change which is which was biblical meaning not epic but 40 days long i get you i get you right no it's literally 40 days long um (laughs) you know if you if you're going to do that at least cook the guy make him hot not cook they don't know how to jeff they cook him the other way hot they burn him literally but every single goddamn time Every time they cool someone down by giving putting them with someone who's less interesting, uh, just so that they can get other people on TV. But, so, but is that the reason? Like, I still can't understand why they do this. Yeah, like, I, I don't think, understand. And I think the worst reason for Aaron is because he owns the Four Horsemen trademark, and I think that the, I think that Tony wants to make money off of that. You hear many times he mentioned Horsemen. That's true. You're right. That's so so they might be thinking about building a new Horseman around. 
Who? Wardo just to sell four horsemen shirts. Who the you... what? Ricky Starks, um, Wardlow. Who else is gonna be the freaking four horsemen? You say? Well, I mean, they could put FTR back with them and, oh. and figure. I mean, somehow you know Jeff Jarrett will insinuate himself into that. I mean, <laughs> oh, why not? I'd be more happy with that than fucking anything else. I mean, hey, it's long term storytelling, Jeff. I mean, it could be Dustin. Last we saw, he was tag teaming with Keith Lee, who <laughs> left him for Adam Cole, and then he left them both for I don't know the the buffet. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I mean, think about it. Jarrett makes sense because of the WCW days, if you remember, right? Well, Jarrett just makes I mean, sense because he's involved in everything. No, I, mean, I know, but he, there was really a storyline. I don't know if you remember back in the 90s. Right, yeah, exactly. Know. Which is funny because I remember it so clearly for some reason. That's why I'm laughing to myself. But um, imagine that. Like, it'd be fucking hilarious if they did that. But I think Jay Lethal would be a great inclusion into that yeah, so-called horseman. It's just not a horseman. By the way, the stuff with Jay Lethal and the Briscoes and FTR, that, that was actually like, that was good standard fair wrestle crap. Again, the only problem is, crap, right. is that the people who attacked them, I'm pretty sure that was like Ari Davari's Trustbuster group that's mostly on Ring of Honor as a bunch of was losers. It? I think so. I think I, I think I saw Davari and I think the guy in, in like the Gold Spangles was Slim Jay. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up Ring of Honor actually, Jeff, because I got a message from the vet right funny enough shout outs no. to the vet uh, saying to me why is ring of honor a better show than AEW? okay it is how'd i know <laughs> i go i couldn't handle watching that shit but if you think ring of honor lately has been better than AEW, maybe we should check it out again jeff jimmy don't get us started on something that, that you that you can't hold up all i ask is fucking see this is the problem man like straight up even when the shows suck it puts me off dude it really does like and WWE sucked all week too let's be honest right yeah AEW totally sucks but the funny thing about AEW I kind of like laughing at that company whereas WWE disappoints me because I know they know better if that makes sense AEW has a very much mystery science 3000 feel to it sometimes (laughs) and so it it, it, you know it's it's sort of you know you can play the Benny Hill music behind it (laughs) yeah you know, it, it feels like there's too much going on and ADHD and, you know, Oof. and if it's good, then, hey, you enjoy it for WWE, for whatever reason, we still expect better from them and to be mm. more professional, even though like 2015 to 2019 might have been the four worst years of wrestling television, maybe of all time. Oof. 2008, I think, to 2012 was pretty bad too, though. I don't know. I mean, I think if you went, listen, I don't want to, and I'm not going to, but I think if you went back and you watched it, you actually wouldn't think so. I mean, you had the Nexus, right. you had Team Hell No. True. Uh, you, had, you know, the, I think actually, the CM Punk was stuff just too. starting as a Russian. And the you, CM Punk stuff. You actually, actually, the CM pipe Punk, bomb, I think, was during that time you, too. You had the Straight Edge Society. I actually didn't mind that. Right. <laughs> it's funny enough. You I still had Diva, so there was TNA, so that's good. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. But yeah. Cena. Yeah. Uh, I was pretty sick of Cena by that point. I know, but I honest. think if you go back, you appreciate it. You were Randy uh Randy Orton doing Legend Killer. I prefer Orton today than back then. Because I think back then I didn't appreciate Orton. I don't think Orton appreciated Orton back then either, to be fair. Listen, I'm not uh, how good he was. was great. I'm just thinking if you went back and you watched it now, you would find that it's Probably not just better than 2015 to 2018, 
but probably better than what we've got going on now, with the exception of maybe what the bloodline and, and the Ray Dom story was a month ago. Yeah, I mean, the Ray Dom story is right up there with the, maybe not right up there with the bloodline stuff, but it heated up like yeah. towards the end, obviously, like well, it's, it really cool. heated up. It's, it's cooling down now. It's sort of like, it's sort oh, of like, it's, a what's, yeah. it's quite like a what's next, but they're not doing anything next. So should we, should we, Fuck AEW and, and go back and actually cover Raw or the show. I just don't want to. I mean, I could talk about how bad AEW was all night long, but you guys did a brilliant job That's of it true. last night. That's true. I mean, there's no need to continue talking AEW, but I want to talk more WWE news, kind of. And, and you know, Rampage is on Saturday night this week. What? Week. Which, by is the way, it? Can, can, can I say something about AEW? Like, you know, everyone's reporting this new show on Saturday night. Is it oh, a collision? Yeah. <laughs> first, first one. Has anyone talked about how much money they're getting paid? They're putting put put forty percent more content on. They're not getting fifteen to twenty million more dollars. That that wouldn't come out. No one's mentioned that. Good point. So so, is it possible that they're getting the show because Tony Khan said I'm going to give you two it? more hours of live TV for free? I'll just yeah. split the ad revenue with you. And they're like, all right, fuck it, why not? Uh, well, you mentioning how no one mentioned the dollar aspect of it made me go ting in my head and thought the exact same thing. As a matter of fact, I think it is that. Why? I mean, he clearly what? doesn't care about right. spending, so why not? Uh, otherwise, how would he be gifted all these time slots, dude? And the, and they've they've been advertising what their TV lineup is going to be for months now. I mean, it's it's mostly reruns from HBO and, and a British show. But so it, it makes it, sense. It, Maybe so if something was going to be new, it, it would make sense that they're not paying for it or very little. But here's the other thing. How many times does Rampage get preempted from Friday nights to Saturday nights? But the Saturday nights are all, all different times. Saturday nights have as many NBA playoff games. They have NHL playoff games. I think TNT you know, has March Madness college games. Ugh. I think they have uh, college football. No, I think that's ESPN well. that has the March Madness game. Everyone does though. They, 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 they spread it around diff, different, different, different. Even TNT, I'm, sure TNT. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure about any of this, but I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that they have, that they have some NCAA. I'm pretty sure they have some conference football. Uh, uh, you know, I'm not sure if they have Saturday night football during playoff season. No, probably not, they but no. they have NHL. They have they NBA. Have yes. They they definitely have some major league baseball, at least in local markets. On TBS. Yeah, like, I'm not sure about that. Like, would you give someone a two hour slot that's going to be preempted all the time? That's that's a that's going to be a well, lot of times. Well, we are in the playoffs when it comes to NHL and the NBA. So, I mean, it's it is the perfect time to introduce a new show on that time slot at 8 p.m. I mean, it makes sense. No, I think where this makes this point. Eight. It's going to be six to eight. Oh, I thought it was eight to ten. No, it's going to be six to eight. I mean, oh. listen, I'm just going to root. This is this is all based on Andrew Zarian saying something, and everyone's run with it like he's it's pretty back. good though. When he, yeah, but he's pretty. No, no, I, I, I'm not, I'm not throwing him under the bus. I'm just saying he said it, and everyone's running with it like it's true. That's and, true. And he, listen, I, I don't listen to his show now because it's behind a paywall. But for like three months, it was drop in for free and every show he says he would say i'm not a journalist i have connections in the advertising right. and and the, and the and and the media buying industry that's, that's the new thing now jeff i'm not a journalist but no, i'm a journalist usually they pretend to be he'll tell you all the time he's not a journalist and you know and 
Uh, anyway, I, I'm just saying this. This seems it seems like it's a really time slot that's going to be subject to a lot of preemptions and preempting two hours and finding time for it is a lot more difficult than one hour. And nobody's talking about the dollar amounts involved, which leads me to believe that this is Tony Khan giving them free content. Um, and and has anyone else mentioned that he has to book Double or Nothing, Forbidden <laughs> Door Two, All In and All Out, all within four months plus. <laughs> Two, two, maybe three weekly shows, uh, YouTube shows, and Ring of Honor. Oh, yeah. Shit. And, and possibly a Ring of Honor pay-per-view at some point. Oh, yeah. yeah. Send that. Oh, man. See, this is exactly why these, these company and their shows are just an absolute mess. Can you imagine I mean, what a mess it's going to be? He's, I mean... <laughs> I mean, at least Forbidden Door, like, you know, the, the New Japan can probably decide, we'll give you this one, this one. We have to win this match. You win this match. One title changes hands. It'll be one of ours. Right, Terrific. Right. You, know, uh, you know, at least he can figure out that. But um, still, I mean, he's, but, you know, Tony, he's going to have to be involved in everything. I mean, that's literally four pay-per-views plus his, his weekly obsession to try to get ratings back. <laughs> and if CM Punk is coming back, which... I'm not convinced, but if he is that June 11th show in Chicago, you're going to have to treat that like a like a pay-per-view night. Well, I'll be honest with you, Jeff, before we do get into WWE. Um, I, like Chris was bringing up some interesting points on the skirmish yesterday. He always uh, does. Right, absolutely. And, That's why he's um, the best host. Uh, absolutely. And um, what makes me laugh, do you think possibly that Saturday show would actually become a bigger deal than uh, Dynamite on Wednesdays. I heard what Chris's reasoning was. Right. Um, I think there's something to that. I just think if it is six to eight on a Saturday, six oh five, it's gonna. <laughs> I don't think we do that anymore, but that'd be great. That, that, that would that would that would definitely be nostalgia for me. Right. I just don't think it's possible to duplicate sort of dinner time on Saturday night <laughs> or prime time during the week. I mean, yeah, that, yeah, that's, I, that, that's, that's what that's, I said too. But that, that's when families go out to pizza place or Applebee's or whatever, and you know, go to the movies or have kids' birthday parties or you know, tournaments. You know, you know. I mean, I granted most AEW fans are you know twenty somethings who don't have relationships with other people, but but the people watching the, home, the chicks Mike, that go. I mean. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> compared to wwe i'm just saying there is a there is a there is a fairly stark difference i mean I, I, would, difference. I would just say to most people that if you are looking for a woman a wrestling <laughs> show probably isn't isn't if that's your first choice you, you you probably have bigger problems um i i but i i understand what you're saying that if see see i cm punk being the star of it and him booking it yeah that doesn't make different sense things if Tony, yeah. I mean, I don't know that he can book, but if Tony let him put together a booking team, I, I think Chris is right. They, they can make a better show um, for sure, especially with the wrestlers who seem to be aligned with him. I just don't see Tony. Do, I mean, they're already reporting that it was going to be a soft brand split, but now it's going to be harder and it's getting I, I don't believe any part of this story. <laughs> look, at yeah, I agree. And uh, look what Homeboy said. This is ridiculous. Please, Jeff, I am inviting you. I am extending an invitation for you to become an MMA fan, a UFC fan. There are better storylines and fights. It is all real. It's time to graduate my brother. Here is the thing. 
I think that MMA is barbaric, and I think it should be outlawed. Oh, there you go. See what he did there? I, I, I don't care about the storylines. I, I think that, you know, that our civilization is already bad enough. I, I don't think we, we need that shit. <laughs> oh, that's buried, bro. Like, he just buried Listen, that shit. Do you, know, do you know how many shootings we've had in the last few days just for people, like, going in the wrong driveway and, like, making U-turns and shit? Really? Like, like a father and a six-year-old girl were, were, were shot by a neighbor because their basketball rolled on, on the lawn oh, and they were going on, after dude. it. I mean, for real, two cheerleaders were, were, were shot by driving into somebody's uh, driveway. Wow. Uh, you know, apparently, they went to the wrong block for a party or something and they were doing a, they And like some dude shot them. I mean, you know, the, an 84-year-old man shot a 16-year-old kid in, uh, I think, Kansas City or, or someplace. You know, Kansas has become pretty bad apparently with the yeah. gun violence, man. Yeah, but he, the kid just went to the, he went to the the right street, the right number of the house, just the wrong street. He was going to pick up his younger brother. I mean, any neighborhood where a mom sends well, her sixteen year old to pick up a younger brother shouldn't be something where you're expecting grandpa to come well, out firing. Put it this way, dude. Actually, that reminds me of a friend of mine uh, who got murdered, ironically, for the same thing. He came to a party of kids. Right to a household to pick up his kid, and he got shot because the owner of their house had a fucking issue with some other dude, right? That no one knew, like he didn't know, like the guy that shot him, that killed him. And I don't know. I, I, I just tell you, and I, the same I, thing. Went to pick up his kid from a freaking kids party. Yeah, I, sorry. I, I was just saying, he just went to pick up his kid and gets killed for it. I mean, that sucks, and that happened ten years ago. But I'm just saying, it's it's ridiculous. People are looking for excuses to shoot people now. And I saw Homeboy's comment that says it has nothing to do with M MMA. No, you're right. Not, it is no, all to do with MMA, actually. There's, there's <laughs> nothing directly to it, but except that MMA stands for more and more ammunition. No, I, I, no it's got oh. nothing directly. I, 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 just, I just think it is... Listen, it's not the only thing I would have about, oh, but, no. but I, I think it is, it's, it is the sign of a decayed civilization, just like... The Roman Colosseum was a sign of a of a civilization in decay and decline. This this kind of stuff, you know. But can it, I ask you though, yeah. Jeff? And I know it's a wrestling show, but this is the last thing I promise, folks. The last thing, but it is quite interesting for me. It's better than wrestling, to be honest. But um, look, even gun violence has gone up here, but it's nothing like the states, obviously, right? You don't have enough guns. <laughs> well we did at uh, one stage it was we had the same laws as you guys did up until 96 because exactly. of the um port and, then it, went, and then it dropped coincidence and all the, i remember going to Kmart and being able to buy guns like just there on the rack like for example like you know what i mean it's crazy how anyway that's that's for another story and i know america loved pointing to australia about our gun laws and how we did it right but mm -hmm. do, do you think I see America's very tricky with this, man, because it's so deep in your constitution. It's so hard to, oh, look who's in the, his house. Oh, oh damn it. Oh, oh it's, damn it. It's the glorious, the magnanimous. It is the professor, Chabela Vera Cruz. Those are some squinty eyes. Somebody's celebrating 420. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the Mr. Squinty. Is it 420? I thought it's uh, 420 every day, you know, for some people. But that, that's just me. <laughs> I'm I'm sure you. Not, that's you. <laughs> Wait, do you smoke, Prof? 
No, I don't smoke. I oh, know. I was gonna say I'm, I'm the smoker here, man, and they call me squinty. No, he <laughs> he, he, he free bases. No, oh, oh. no, man. Oh. No, no, no. He just eats yeah. it. It's all it's all about the crack. It's all about the crack and the cocaine. It's all about the crack and the cocaine. I knew you waste time with the with the with the soft stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> before we do get into racing, actually, now that you're here, Prof, too, uh, this would be a great. Uh, I would love to get your answer for this uh, or your opinion. But um, yeah, what do you do with the gun laws? Like, what if Jeff and I was going to ask you this first? Do do you have some sort of laws or do you keep it the way it is? Like, what do you do in this situation, man? Well, it's Jimmy, very hard. Well, Jimmy, and I'm sure the doctor of WrestleNomics already knows this. We live, <laughs> the country of the United States is the most backwards ass country in the world because there's two, there's two United States. Depends on where you live at. You true, can live in true. the red States, whereas guns ahoy, guns are plenty. And you know, buy one get one free. And with that mentality, <laughs> you stand you stand your ground. Then you go to the other side, the uh, I guess you could call it the woke like side, your, the the, the your neck of the woods. Yeah, my neck of the woods. And they're very and they're very string. They're trying to be so stringent to the policies, like you know, make love, not war. But then some people <laughs> are gonna beat the shit out of you with their guns with their knives and all that stuff so it's, it's a battle of mentalities it's the battle of ideologies it's the battle of sheeple people so you know you know the doctor doctor wrestlenomics can attest to this we just have two sides and it depends on, on what side of, of the of the coin you live in true that's it, a good it, point listen, everything can be complicated if you want it to but it really isn't we had an assault rifle ban that expired about 16 what, or 17 expired? years ago yes it expired it expired in the early 2000s and okay. gun deaths increased by 300 percent since that time wow so, really so right there you you have clear as day there have been studies on mental health video games rap music hard rock oh, whatever you bullshit. want and everywhere in in the developed world comparable countries to ours it's all basically identical the only difference is the availability of guns so that's one listen people say guns don't kill people people kill people it's a tool okay true you know what else is a tool a car and my car needs to be registered it needs to be insured i need to have a driver's license i need to get my driver's license renewed every five years and be tested and i need to take a driving course beforehand and if i violate some things then i might i get points and i and i pay a price for it an airplane is a tool it's a great tool you know, but you need to be a pilot to 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 drive it. I mean, you know, seventy five percent of people agree on things like that. No one. It's impossible to take a giant bulldozer, just like you can't get pick up all the illegal aliens and replace them someplace. You can't pick up all the guns with some giant magnet and get rid of them. But most of these mass shooting deaths have been people who have legally gotten their guns. So some sort of national red flag laws with an actual system that works there's going to have to be something and i hate to say it but it's going to infringe on civil rights because there's it's very difficult to do mental health interventions and there may have to be something where where firearms get forfeited by some people and then they have to establish that they are responsible to have them so it's sort of the reversal of your typical taking but it does happen there are things called emergency petitions 
in right. domestic violence cases and things like that where the courts do something to protect the greater good and then someone has to come and say no they lied or no that's not the case or i'm safe or whatever and 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 whatever it is and i would say that if we had some stuff like that including assault rifle bans um that that would nothing's going to limit no one nothing's going to stop someone from being able to bring knives onto the subway and stab someone right and that's what goes up straight away you take away the guns and the knife um, of course it does this is not this is not a zero-sum game you you can't let perfect be be the impediment to better if you can resolve two-thirds to three-quarters of the problem what law resolves two-thirds to three-quarters of the problem probably none of them this might be the only one yeah, it's, it's never perfect. But you know what? The 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 funny thing is, like tradition, right, guys? You know, every seven years you got to renew your license, and that's very a gun license or no, a car well, license, a, a car, license, you know, a driver's oh, license right, right, every right, seven yeah, years. Yeah. And it's oh shit, I got to go to the DMV and renew my license. If you got to retake the t- or if you you miss it, you got to retake the test. You got to do all, all the stuff again. Yeah, that's, that's normal. That's normalities right there. Right. But yeah. you've got a so, certain yeah, time, you know, though. Don't you have about a year to like? Win no, no. Well, I'm just year. using that. As, I'm just. Right, right, I'm right. just using that as an example that right, it's right. so normal. It's we're so normalized with just renewing our driver's license that it's it's nothing. So if we know, had if we try to normalize just like if you want you know for gun licenses every three or four years like oh I got to do my test mental mental test or whatever yeah, the case too may much, be. Man. But at least you can still keep, you know, have a license to keep your gun or whatever the case may be. Right. right. But we don't normalize it that way. Another Cruz recently made a very good point accidentally, and this is Senator Ted Cruz. Uh, and he tweeted, Oh, those hypocrites, the liberal elite walking around with their armed security all the time. You know what, you're Senator Cruz, you're exactly right. They're walking around with their paid professional armed security. And you know what armed security is? They're licensed. They're bonded, they're insured, they're regulated. If something happens, they'll get sued. You know, they, they, they take tests, you, they take carry permits, they take self-defense courses, they're trained. They usually, ha- they usually are from law enforcement and or the military where they're trained. Is it perfect? No, but all you're saying is if, if the same categories for private security apply to the private citizen, I think everybody, I think, 77% of the people would be fine with that regulation. And the thing is, the NRA members themselves are okay with this. It's just the NRA and these this crazy fringe, which somehow thinks that it represents 45% of the country when it represents like 17% of that country. But this, that 17% of the country apparently has all the money in the world. They're complaining about their being oppressed. Meanwhile, they go from city to city buying all the Trump merchandise they want with thousands of dollars versus of tactical gear on thousands of dollars of of munitions on them all in giant fifty thousand dollar trucks oftentimes trailing two hundred thousand dollar rvs and boats i mean and apparently they can take all the time off from work that they want i mean the, the, these are the least depressed people i've ever seen i mean i i couldn't even think about doing that and and, hmm. and i'm a middle-class professional with like no obligations <laughs> well homeboy 88 says in the chat also when the second amendment was created they were holding musket not assault rifles true true and you know what listen i do respect the people say that the, the second amendment was there to to preserve the right of revolution we just came to have an armed revolution but it wasn't they put in the words well-regulated militia for for a reason 
And a lot of people think that that's the National Guard right now. Uh, anyway, I'm not even talking about taking, I'm not talk, talking about taking away guns. I, I, I'm talking about regulations and take away assault rifles. There's, there's no... Oh, absolutely. There's no reason for assault rifles to be on the streets anywhere. Right. No, that's true. I mean, everybody's Red Dawn fantasies. You, you know what? People have got to watch it's Charles like Bronson... Charles Bronson movies. They got to watch Clint Eastwood movies, and then you get your guns. That's how. You, that's that's the way you do it. You got to watch Dirty Harry and Death Wish one through five, and then that's it. The, the you are is, you're is clear to get guns. You end up shooting two cheerleaders, you know, from Baylor University. I couldn't believe that. I haven't heard that before until you said it. So that's crazy, man. I even right. saw a video on Twitter or actually because Twitter loved coming to pick up his his brother from two blocks away. I mean. Yeah, that's fucked. And like, you know, like I would almost give like an 84-year-old man like, you know, the past that maybe he's scared even if it's it's irrational, but if his mind is going and shit like that, well, he shouldn't have a gun anyway. (laughs) That's true. I mean, mean, if if his reaction was subjectively reasonable, fine, but he shouldn't have a gun. Yeah. I mean, we can talk about this. But if if you have, but Jeff, if you have cable, you see what the news does, it manipulates the the narratives. So, you know, I see on the news every day home invasions. Oh, well, besides home invasions, who are doing the home invasions? Oh, people of color. So, what what does an 84 year old guy or girl do in their home when they have a gun? Someone knocks on on their door who's who's young, person of color. Oh my God! I'm getting I'm getting set up for a home invasion. So you know what? Shoot yeah, first, ask sad, questions man. later. It's yeah, a sad, it's but sad. It, but that's what happens when the narrative is shifted like that, and you right. see it all on cable, you see it all on TV, you see it all on the newspaper. That's fucking news, and 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 the YouTube verse. I mean, regular. Oh, news the YouTube verse definitely. I mean, Jeff, I mean listen, sure. the, listen. The left wing will make you think that 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 trans is the most important thing on earth, and that and that teaching and that you know. Schools don't want to teach slavery, so there's there's you know there's always counterbalances. But something is where I listen. There's a lot of things that I'm not completely progressive on, but I would rather be progressive on those things than have mass shootings several times a week in my country. And it's, it's just you know I, I you know I I think Bud Light made a stupid mistake. You know they didn't huh. know what their market was. They're paying for it, but that was I, stupid, know, dude. Yeah, but I you know but I don't really think that that's a major problem in the world. And regardless of what the left wing media tells me, I'm still not going to think it's a major problem for whatever reason. The right wing media, the people who listen to the right wing media, think that they're they're they think that everybody is is you know going to be the victim of Ruby Ridge, and you know, and you can draw a straight line between Ruby Ridge to Waco to the Oklahoma City body to everything that's going on now. You and and nobody is blameless. I'm just saying that it's fucking insane. Like, call me progressive, but if somebody knocks on my door that I don't know, I'm going to assume that they've got a kid that's selling Girl Scout cookies, or that they're a Jehovah's Witness, or that yeah, they're from, from one of those electric companies who tries to tell me that they can lower my electric bills. I'm oh, going to assume that they're trying to break in the house and that I need to arm myself and shoot them first. I mean, yeah, I'm just nice. So, I, you know, listen, uh, you know, maybe it's my white privilege. I'm a 54 year old white man who's, who lives in a, in a very mixed neighborhood. And I have by choice for years and years, decades. 
um, and I'm in a you know a biracial relationship, and maybe I just don't worry about that shit that much. But I, that's who knocks on my fucking door. It's Jehovah's Witnesses and people saying, "Do you want to have your electricity bills reduced?" <laughs> no, nah, nah, it's okay. <laughs> I just want to say and shout out to the Jehovah's out there, but no offense to them. But the ones here, dude, they literally just walk into your fucking house, man. That they, they don't even knock. If your door's open, they're fucking walking in. And it's like, get the fuck out. Seriously. Well, they, they, they don't hear. But if they did, now, you know. now, now, Jimmy, you're actually, you know, giving the reason to have guns in your house. Oh, well. Get them out. <laughs> yeah, but no, because what's even worse is a lot of Greek Jehovah's here, man, that, even, that are even worse, that think they're, you know, they've got every right to do whatever they do, you know? And, and, and by the but, way, I have a, a weapon. I'm not bringing it to the door as a habit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it's no. just, well, and, and, and the reason I'm glad I do is because of the freaking Michigan militia idiots <laughs> and the Idaho freemen. Like, listen, I don't want what's going on in, in, in Portland happening either. That that's, that that's extremely troubling as well, but I'm more afraid of all these freaking wannabe Marines. Marines, wannabe Marines. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, if it means anything to you, Jeff, and it probably doesn't. But when we brought in our gun laws, mass shootings pretty much stopped, dude. I know they did. So, and so there you, used to be a lot of mass shootings up until that point. That's why the gun laws came in. Do you know who's second to, to the United States? Switzerland. We're, we're what? Like, we're, like, we're like 17 times worse the next closest country. Switzerland. The only countries that are close are, are like in active war zones, like... Yeah, but that's I don't Yemen, even consider that. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's different. Like there's, there's active wars going on. Right. Yeah. Now that's completely different. That shouldn't even be in the statistics, man. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, this, this is interesting. This could have been a garden of doom or a garden views, shall I say? Nah, this, is check out right the, this is probably more like the rat of the far center than any, any oh definitely the far center also actually speaking of that, that like, i don't like weird. talking my politics publicly, no i i like but, hearing this but but the gun thing is outrageous to me and maga is outrageous to me oh, and don't, don't, people don't think that. you were always a, a democrat no i'm not a democrat now i was I've voted for two Democrat presidents in my entire life. And after the first one, I said I would never do it again. And I only did it this time because Trump. Sorry, guys. Wi Fi issues. On Earth. That's all right. Yeah, no, this is interesting for sure. I mean, we can go on and on about this, but we're here to talk about wrestling, though, guys. Oh, We've yeah. spoken an hour of oh, everything. Re- but remember, wrestling. Jimmy, you know, another thing about guns. I have the oh, numbers please, here. Please, let's too. continue. I'd rather. No, no, rather just talk one more thing, this. and then we're going to talk no, about Monday Night absolutely. Raw. But. but you know, Jeff, you you know that you heard these numbers, right? I mean, after 2019, after AEW was created, the, the gun shootings went up massively. Yeah. I'm just saying, way up. Yeah. Just 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 saying, is it after coincidence? Win, I don't. Prof oh, hold on, hold on, Professor. I've got a question for you. What mm-hmm. about the demos? Uh, <laughs> the demos are, are you know 18 to 34 with with mass the shootings. What's happening? Their their viewership went down because they they killed each other. Yeah, there you go. I guess oh what, goodness. guys? You I guys went as AEW violence. Have you seen the the mass shooting count, dude? Like you guys are number uh, number eleven. You know who's number one? Uh, Who? Norway and Serbia are one and two. Then France and then Macedonia, Albania and Slovakia. That's got to be by proportion. Yeah, I think it is actually. You're right. Yeah, yeah, no, by. 
is this it's is the this annual before, death rate is, per million people from mass public shootings? Is this before or after the World Cup? Before the World Cup. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just, I'm just making sure. It's all before during the World, the World Cup. Cup. If you take out the World Cup, but, it's zero. <laughs> but annual death rate per million people from mass public shootings, US is number one. And guess what? Number two is Albania with zero, Austria zero, Belgium zero, Czech Republic zero. Everything's zero. Listen, we're a country of 330 million people. You're not gonna, nothing's going to get to zero. But but we, this is not something we should be number one. Yeah, no, it's true. It's been way too long too, man. But like I said, it's very tricky for the US because of the constitution. And you know, the one thing it's, I do it's agree- It's not as tricky as you might think. It's not as I know, but imagine the it. uproar though, dude. I understand, like, but about most people, they don't understand the Second Amendment. I mean, no court held that people had a private right to own guns until like the 1990s. True, fair point. I mean, but look, it does it does save lives. I mean, look, the bad guy is always going to get their hands on guns. It doesn't matter, right? Like, you can bring in any law you want. It's just, it is what it is. But like you I can, said- you can, we, you can print them now. You can print them at home. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what the scary part is, man. The fact that right. that's what people are doing, dude. They, they're except, getting fully automatics that way. They're not really. The, these these no, people, they go, they go to a gun store and they buy it legally. They buy it within seven to ten days that's of whatever they're doing. This, this, these are the ones doing the mass shootings. The people who are printing guns and doing it, they're in organized crime. You know, yeah, they're going to well, have their course. crime. And listen, are you saying, Jeff, are you belittling? Are you, are you considering people involved in crime killing each other less yeah i am not because i think the people are less but this is this is the path that they've chosen now are there sociological and economic reasons that that, that make that worse yes should we address those things absolutely we should absolutely have like a domestic marshall plan to to invest in in our cities and our people and our infrastructure and and make things better that way but the people who get buying 3d print who, who have 3d printers are are not shooting people in the people in the streets they're they're the preppers you know they're they're people who who have three hundred thousand dollar rvs to travel around the country following let's just say ronald dump ronald dump <laughs> totally fictitious name but but yet yeah, sounds so eerily familiar it does it actually mm -hmm. does. coincidence well put put it this way the last mass shooting that happened here it was actually in december where six cops got killed because of these conspiracy theorists people in the fucking bush here in australia man and that's the, that's the so, thing everyone's turned into a wrestling fan like youtube and like podcasting whatever like every like everyone's sort of we already mentioned that sorry everyone's yeah. rejected sort of the mainstream media and i get it there's no such thing as the media there's like four thousand outlets but like everyone's like they, they believe some schmuck like if i'm on youtube they're gonna believe me more than they're gonna believe brian williams i mean that's just stupid don't believe me <laughs> I mean, do you think people are that weak-minded though like absolutely. just because yeah it's interesting, I, there's man. a guy on my facebook today who who is telling me that diane feinstein has spent her entire life trying to take guns from people i don't know if that's true or not but she's 90 and she's about to die and clearly she hasn't succeeded so what the fuck are you worried about he's like the obama biden administration wants to take guns. I'm like obama's not the president and and biden hasn't done you know very much and the one bill they got was bipartisan and and you know rather tepid uh, you know and i, I said to him i go and i wish i wish to god that we could but we can't and we won't 
but I mean, you can't talk to somebody. He he is sure that th there's government shock troops out there that want to shoot and eliminate him. No, they fucking don't. This is this is what governments want. They want you to mostly behave. They want you to pay your taxes, and they want you to buy a whole lot of shit that you don't need. That's what governments want. Actually, you bring up an interesting point, also, Jeff, about government and government agencies and what's and whatnot. Do you think the police also have a big part in calming shit down in the U.S.? Do you think they they're too trigger happy? I, I think that I think that there's blame to go everywhere, and I think that yes, there's there's. I mean, you know, it's, this an, it's an environmental issue on that one, Jimmy, because it depends yeah. oh, on where for you sure. go. In the okay, urban oh, areas right. for the police, yeah, that's a they're trigger happy. In the suburban areas, eh, you know, they can. No, I'm not gonna say they're lackadaisical. Well, it has happened yeah, in no, the suburban areas, man. No, no, but I'm there? just saying that they probably will will think before they react. In urban areas, they react. But is it, act is it because they're scared though, or is it, or they just you got you fuck. got a split second, you got a split right, second right. to make a decision. Either right. way, there's a hundred factors that go into it. There's there's low pay. There's poor training that they, that don't too, have to, they don't have to. They 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 only need to be high school grads or or, or not even that in some places. There's other places where they've just seen too much bad shit that they get desensitized to it. That that they feel like they're they're not there to protect and serve. They're there to basically keep keep their area from the, keep the chaos contained and not go somewhere else. That you know the problems do. You know, listen, it's a bad example. But when I first got a dog, the first time I had to, you know, clean up a shit, I was like, <laughs> you know, after a week, you're like, the shit don't smell anymore. You don't you get desensitized. I'm sure the same thing happens to some cops. I, you know, I don't think they're like Sergeant Hank Voigt on Chicago PD or something. You know, I, I think that there's too many factors. And I also think that sometimes it's the day or the, you know, maybe you arrested the same person 17 times and you see them again and you're just like, I got I to gotta teach this guy a lesson. I, I don't know what it is, but yeah, policing absolutely plays a role in it. And everyone's like, we don't want to militarize the police. Yeah, you don't want to militarize the police until there's a, a school shooting in your neighborhood or a church shooting in your neighborhood. Then you absolutely want that tank to be there and you want that SWAT team to be there within 20 minutes. Wow. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, this is a very passionate subject that's for sure and i'm glad we're talking about it because i'm not let's talk about raw yeah i know this <laughs> do we have to after all that i mean Listen, it's going from over here to like if if the, if the world if the police was like carl winslow from family matters everybody <laughs> wants to be a cop that's what yeah. it would be but even, no even even sergeant power same actor ah. sergeant power yeah, Powell, Powell from, from, from uh, die hard <laughs> um mm -hmm. but in Isn't the last few weeks of raw the, the one after WrestleMania was abhorrently bad. The one the week after the first half was, was really, bad. really bad. The second half was eh. This show was eh, but out of the last three weeks, this was the All-Star Week. It was still pretty bad, though. Yes, it was. It was very bad. But before we get into actual Raw, what's going on with Becky Lynch, guys? What's this about her um, taking WWE out of her Twitter and whatnot? Nothing. Is there this something is going on? And what's the rumors about Seth Rollins... Nothing. laughing his way out of, of WWE apparently which I'll call Nothing. bullshit but this is all storyline this is all about draft this is all working the crowds this is nothing she had a minor injury and they didn't want to take the shine off 
Triss, which in hindsight probably wasn't such a great idea. But this is they're, they're all playing you. Her contract expires in June of 2024. She has a three-year contract. Her, her and Seth are the I think they're the third and fourth highest paid performer. They are. They actually are. The and, and she's got a bus. Remember right. that. Yeah, yes. She's got a bus. There's an investment with Becky Lynch. So, yeah, Jeff is right. It's a storyline. But you know what? The IWC is like, um, uh, you know, I don't want to get political, but Republicans and conservatives counting down to when Trump is going to become president in 2024. But yet we're still in 2023. It's, it's, it's Ronald Rump. Oh, Ronald Rump. Yeah, I, I, I forgot. <laughs> Wrong name. But you get what I'm going with. You know, oh if you think God. about the future too much and then you're not <laughs> enjoying the present, like enjoy Becky Lynch. Enjoy the storyline of her, you know, blacking out Twitter and all that stuff. You know, the only one that I would say that you have to worry about is Drew Bailey. McIntyre because his contract oh, is up yeah. a little bit quicker than Becky Lynch. It's and eight, what about Bailey, guys? Eight months plus. I mean, it's not exactly. Well, eight months is better. It, eight months is better to kind of have fun with this, Jeff, than a whole year that's true that's, that's fair true. that's very true um what about uh bailey apparently she's being all subliminal and shit on twitter no, she, she, she's back she 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 threw a vince fifth and then she came back <laughs> one of those ones and is it true that uh sasha manet oh not sasha manet uh what, what, mercedes manet yeah. she signed um, with stardom it looks like trinity's following her how much money would they possibly have paid her to sign matter. they've made enough well, if she's happy, I guess we're all happy. Mane, her song makes me laugh. I'll, I'll give you that. Which <laughs> it's one? like Miko sucks. Miko sucks. No, 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 not that one. But the 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 the, the crisscross fucking well, wannabe track, the oh, jump yeah. fucking remix, whatever the fuck it is, where she's like Mane the whole way. Mane. He can make a meme you know what? Stardom has a lot more money than New Japan, probably. Stardom is like the Shad <laughs> the Khan company. of Japanese wrestling. So they're going to pay Mercedes Monet all this money. So this is a big investment, guys. So, you know, we got to look at that from that standpoint. Now, I'll, I'll go with the, the, the cynical Jeff part. Was, what will that uh, attract in the Western, you know, in the Western, Westernized states? Probably very minimal. Maybe ten percent of that will no, be of interest. It's a niche audience. It's definitely a niche. No one. Yeah, it will be very niche. It will be very small. But we don't know the the Japanese impact and that influx that she's going to become the international flavor over there, the international superstar. You don't know that. But if she's going to be that big time again, I don't. I have my uh, illegal stream, so I'm going to put on Japanese television. So <laughs> if I see Mercedes Monet on uh, AM Japan, Japan, then that means she's big time. <laughs> <laughs> She's money. <laughs> I, I, I wish her all the best with that. I don't think it'll make any statistically significant difference. Yeah, well, good luck to her, man. But anyway, well, well what about if she gets a statue with Antonio Inoki? Then that means she's big time. Yeah, I mean, you know, True. Mariah May is going to be there. Trinity mm -hmm. Fatu or Trinity Star now is her, her new stage name. I mean, you know, have, have all, a little bit. All we need of here is that fight. <laughs> song with the uh, Antonio Inoki fight. Let them all have their fun. This this is something they want to do. Cool. Have, it's have definitely not. She shouldn't call herself Mane if uh, she's working at Stardom. I'm just saying. You Listen, know, you know what I mean. I, 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 there's about twelve female wrestlers in WWE. I would happily send packing to to go to Stardom as well. Oof. There's Dana the Brooks. There's one. She doesn't even. Fucking just get rid of her in professional wrestling for crying out loud. That would be okay too. Just out, delete. 
delete. Delete. Yeah, yeah, we could do a delete. (laughs) Even though I get worried doing this because it's borderline, uh, you know, very fascist, if you know what I'm saying. I thought you were going to say trademark. So, you know, you don't get sued. I know, but for oh, a second, only, your hand starts going this way a little bit, and then uh... only in Cameron, North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, guys, let's get into raw proper, though, man. We spent over an hour talking everything but raw. I uh, know it's it's a it's a must. We have to talk about it. But the show opens up with the Bloodline making their entrance, uh, consisting of Paul Heyman, the Usos, and Solo Sokoa. The Usos greet the crowd, and Heyman takes over doing his usual introductory shtick before saying history will unfold tonight. And then we get to Judgment Day. They get in the ring and square up on the bloodline as Damien Priest gets on the mic and calls Paul (laughs) before stepping up to Solo. Heyman says it's very good day to be a very bad guy. And if there's a heaven, none of them are getting into it. And this is a short-term duel engineered and approved by your tribal chief, apparently, in Roman Reigns. Um... I'm not even going to go any deeper in this shit unless we have to, but uh, essentially, they made a deal with the devil, supposedly, right, Jeff? I'm talking about the bloodline. Sure. Just, uh, you know, an alliance of heel factions. That, that's happened before. The the only part of this I actually really enjoyed was when Solo and Rhea looked like they needed to get a room, and so they switched sides. <laughs> But then Rhea switched again so that she was facing <laughs> Solo again. They're essentially the same character in many ways when you think Pretty about much it. Pretty much they're both both the enforcers. Right. Yeah. I will repeat again my usual refrain that nobody is thinking about her as the SmackDown Women's Champion. They're not even building up contenders for her SmackDown Women's Championship title. So, uh, you know, I'm not really sure that this is doing any favors for other people. Um, well. It's still very much her and Dom. At least they put Priest in a featured spot. Because remember, Judgment Day was supposed to get him over. He was the one that was supposed to do the breakout, and he's been largely the forgotten guy. So, listen, this was fun. This, I, this, this segment, I'm, I looked at, I'm like, yeah, this is all right. This is cool. This is wrestling. It's, it's normal Monday night start off. It feels like these days. I mean, even with Judgment Day, I mean, it's either the Bloodline or Judgment Day starting off all pretty yeah, much every week so I, I like it when heels make deals with heels i mean you, you know we it, it's overdone with mjf on on aew but wwe doesn't hasn't done it i mean the last time they did anything approaching it, it was it was when adam pierce hired the hurt business to deal with retribution true prof what's your what's your perspective on this opening segment hmm well i'll, I'll look at it from this standpoint i i, I want to read what the fans in the arena, you know, kind of perceived this before it's the deal with the devil and all that stuff. The fans were into it because when Judgment Day's music hit to a degree, I was like, oh shit, a right, face off between true. the bloodline and Judgment Day. So at least for a half a second, a millisecond, the fans were like, oh, are they going to face each other? Is this where we're going to go? Is this what, what we're thinking about after the draft? And, and Jeff, to, to, to go with, to agree with uh, the Rhea Ripley thing, I think. Hopefully, Papa H is going to stay after the draft. Once, you know, Judgment Day is fully on the SmackDown side, then the contenders will start rolling in and all that stuff. That's just my humble opinion. But I think for a millisecond. But I think during this time, there's no reason why he couldn't be building, like, two women on SmackDown. They're doing a lot of tag team stupid shit that doesn't need... Like, of course. Like, two women on SmackDown. It's just to buy time. They, they will win two or three, you know, win three matches three weeks in a row, and you put them in a, in a 
you know, a, a collision course, and whoever wins that becomes at least at least build the competition. I mean, you know, I mean, what are they doing? Waiting for Charlotte Flair to come back from her latest break and saying, "I want my rematch." <laughs> no, well, look, she, they're waiting for the draft. One hundred percent. That's that's all it is. It, it, well, that's just me. I just think they're going to wait no, for the I draft, agree. and then and the storylines will be written. But for that millisecond when you saw the face-offs between the Judgment Day and the Bloodline, that was that was good TV. And of course, like Jeff says, Solo Sequoia and uh, Rhea Ripley staring down each other. Look at you know. Hot, sweaty, freaky stuff. <laughs> that, that that's great TV right there. Oh, for sure, uh, absolutely, I agree. Um, we do have a question though, guys, and that's from Christopher Paul Winland, and he says, "Off topic, but do we really need more wrestling content with potential with a potential AEW Saturday Night show? Unless it's all Miro all the time, I want no more wrestling on TV." Your thoughts, Jeff. Um, well, we actually touched on this during the first hour of the show in the beginning when we talked about AEW. So just go back and listen to that part. But the answer is no, we don't need more wrestling. And I question how he's going to book that much wrestling, especially with four pay-per-views coming up for AEW. Uh, and I'm not even including a prospective one for Ring of Honor within the next five months. I mean, we've got, we've got uh, Double or Nothing, Forbidden Door 2, All In and All Out. <laughs> All before the, you know, all before the the late fall, because then you have a full gear, which is usually November, Decemberish, and True. that's not even, and that's assuming that there's not going to be any Ring of Honor pay per view until, you know, later in the fall, nothing in between. So no, we the answer is no, we don't need it. But, and I'm not convinced we're getting it either. Call me skeptical. Prof I'm a skeptic okay. on this whole thing. Interesting, Prof. What's what's your perspective on this, man? Do you think we got too much wrestling? Obviously, we do, but uh, what do you do? <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm going to spin this a different way. I think that the person that should be mad about uh, AEW on Saturday night is the man that's the owner of the PWC, Jimmy T, because they took his name. You were going to call it AEW Collision before Tony <laughs> Khan was going to call it AEW Collision. That was your next review show. It was going oh, to become the PWC Collision you, with Jimmy T. You know me too fucking well. <laughs> I swear now to you, man. Now you're going to have to find another name for a collision. He ain't fucking wrong. I kid you not, man. I thought of the same thing. I'm thinking to myself, that sounds awfully like a PWC fucking show name. 100%. I re that's why I'm laughing. That is spot on, prof. I really actually thought of that too, man. For sure. That's why I'm laughing about it. Because you know me too well. For you to say that, that is fucking funny. But it's mm -hmm. true. It doesn't it sound like a damn podcast name. Oh, <laughs> I mean, hell yeah. Seriously. I mean, if it is called Collision and if it is all true, I mean, it could be all just garbage. We don't know. But I think where there's smoke, there's definitely fire. If it's called Collision, I mean... It's that that means that means Jimmy, you're gonna have to call the uh, Saturday review show the PWC injection with Jimmy T, <laughs> or the accident, or something like that. <laughs> you get it? <laughs> Even though it sounds stupid, don't get me wrong, I wouldn't call it that. But you know, something to sort of go along the lines of collision. But you need to call it adrenaline. Adrenaline. <laughs> <laughs> well, if the show's fucking gives you that much energy. Maybe we'll see. Well, we'll see I'll say this, and I'll be quick about it because the the answer is, of course, no. We don't need more wrestling content because if the AEW fan base drops after All Access, if the AEW fan base drops and they don't watch Rampage, if the AEW fan base doesn't care about the YouTube shows, and of course, 
uh, Jeff will remind me about the limited subscribers for ROH content. So why the hell, uh, unless you're going to make Saturday night must-see TV, then what is Tony Khan going to do for the professor to make me watch on Saturday nights? Well, like Jeff said earlier, if it is true, 100% TK is paying for this time slot. 100%. He's giving giving them 40% more TV for no more money. Great negotiation. By the way, the name I propose for the Collision Review Show is Wreckage. Hey, actually, that's a good one. That's actually great. Actually, remember that. So if we do get a collision... I just typed it in the private Oh, you did? Oh, beautiful. Absolutely. That's perfect. Wreckage. (laughs) Saturday Night Wreckage. I mean, it can mean, you know, two things. It could mean wreckage excuse me how different chris looks <laughs> anyway forget i even said that but wreckage is great that's a that's a good one that threw me off though i'm not gonna lie that totally threw me off but anyway <laughs> uh there is one more question that chris wants to ask though oh actually he's got a couple <laughs> But we'll go to one more for now. Then we'll get to the next one a bit later, Chris, because we need to get into Raw. He goes on to say there is no NXT stars ready besides some women and pretty deadly. Bron Breaker is so one-dimensional that I forgot when he's on a given show. Jeff, I'm sure you will agree with that. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been saying that Bron is one-dimensional for a while, but he's one-dimensional in the way Bianca is. So if people get behind him, like it. But I, I'm actually sort of enjoying his heel turn. Um but I, I agree with him 100% that the difference between the women's talent in NXT versus the men's talent is frightening. Um, but I wouldn't say there's no one. I, I mean, for example, Wesley. I think Wesley could come up and I think he'd be great. He could be, you know, a, a, a Rey Mysterio type. Um, Carmelo Hayes, I thought so, but I'm not exactly sure. I'm starting to get a little bit bored of him. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's getting boring, actually. Oh, yeah. You're right. I mean, the... the, the I like the Tony D'Angelo character. I don't like who he's with now. He does, he plays the part well. I mean, he sucks though, dude. Yeah. Let's be honest. I mean, I sort of like Gallus. Uh, he's, he's the Brooklyn Brawler, bro. That's well. I don't. I like the Brooklyn Brawler had a nice long career. I like yeah, I think the Creeds have potential. The Sanga Maniacs. I don't know where. I hope they're coming back. No. Um, but uh, I mean, it's sad that the people who are doing the best there. I mean, there's a reason they have Apollo Cruz, Drew Gulak, and you know babatunde and and uh, oh, and dijek down there in in prominent spots there's there's they're not producing men and there's a reason why they did, did you get the babatunde t-shirts no where's the babatunde oh, i'm just I asking no i, I were you asking for a friend are you gonna send me them um and that's another reason why they had to bring on all the people from the uk to try to train some of these wrestlers i mean so you know like bring tyler Bate up don't, don't bring tyler Bate up He's there to train. He's there to train the, the kids. They don't want to bring up a five foot six Tyrion Lannister look, but like they they He's got want big more. legs though, Jeff. Come on. Okay, great. So did Kevin <laughs> Sullivan and Kevin Sullivan, <laughs> elite, you know, at least five nine. Point. <laughs> That's true. Also, this guy looks he ridiculous. He did have thick legs. <laughs> um, he, you know, they no, they 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 want to turn the Von Wagners of the world into wrestling. I mean, I think Josh oh, Briggs has something. Like if they put Josh Briggs with with JBL, that would have worked a whole lot better than this guy Jensen he's with, and then then certainly Baron Corbin. But no, the, but the the women. I mean Tiffany Stratton, she's dynamite. I mean they've they've got they've got a lot of really talented women there. Prof, do you agree? 
I think the answer is kind of twofold. I think uh, as the IWC, YWC, PWC pundits, <laughs> it's kind of our fault a little bit because I think we're comparing this roster of who's over, who's not over. To the and if we're gonna to the past, to the black and gold. I mean, when you got exactly. the, the the Ballas and the Nakamoras and you had the Samoa Joes and the Bobby Roods, of course they're not going to compare the the, the glory run. days of that. It's 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 too much to ask for Carmelo Hayes or even a Braun Breaker to uh, to even hold that candle. It doesn't work that way. Yes, Jeff is right. The women probably are leaps and bounds ahead of the the guys. But of course, another uh, answer to this is because maybe if this was on the the Peacock exclusively and not on USA Network where we're judging the ratings or the lack of ratings or whatever the case may be. We just, you know, let it just, you know, let it marinate on the peacock. We probably might say, Braun Breaker, I can't wait for him to be on USA Network. I can't wait for Carmelo Hayes to be on the USA Network. Well, you bring up an interesting point that made me just think, do you think these guys aren't developing like they should because we don't have your Nakamura's, your Samoa Joe's? I know... I was going to mention Adam Coles and blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying they're great teachers, but they're good names to learn a thing or two if you're someone like Bron Breaker, right? I mean, do you think that could be a reason that's hindering a lot of the male talent in NXT? Yeah. I think that's why they brought Drew Gulak in. And, I, and like I said, I think that's why they brought in a lot of the NXT UK people, the people like JD McDonough and Tyler Bate oh, and, you, and Ilya Dragunov. I mean, these guys don't don't have real chances on the main roster. Dragonoff, Mike, because he's got it. He's oh, got Dragonoff. He's awesome. He's, he's got Dragunov. that psycho sort of like right. he's sort of like Darby Allen, but bigger. Like he's he's sort of like a a mini juggernaut. But uh, uh, but most wow. of these guys, yeah, most of them are zeros. But I don't think that WWE's next big star is necessarily going to come out of NXT. I think they're going to be an AEW signing. Interesting. I do think Grayson Waller is the best one in NXT in terms of just storytelling, like compared to everybody else. Really? Um, I think he's head and shoulders above a lot of them. I I get you, because he's Aussie. I I get it. But uh, because he's skinny. Yeah, there's that too. But I I mean, you tripped me out. You told me he's 6'3", whatever, 6'2", and I'm like, what? And he is. But, he well, is. Grace, Grayson Waller gets it. He gets it to be he on does, TV. Right. He, he understands, you know, he, he has the charisma, he has the gimmick and all that stuff. Can it translate to the main roster? Again, time will tell. But he understands where he is, what brand he's trying to impress, the people he's trying to impress to, to get to the main roster. And, of course, you can see the difference between him and someone who just wants to wrestle. And, and again, this is no uh, shot at Braun Breaker because he comes from a pedigree of the Steiners. So, you know, but Braun Breaker is very one-dimensional right now. He still has room to grow. Carmelo Hayes, I say he kind of gets it to a degree. But again, he has room to grow, and that's why I say, with the if it was exclusively on Peacock, we wouldn't be judging it or critiquing it to the umpteenth degree that we are doing it right now. No, you're spot on, absolutely. This is nice. another interesting conversation that we can go yeah, on. Well, and let's on move about. on from NXT. Let's let's you know, no, I mean, in in fairness to how much I like to pick on AW with Mister Eight Hundred Thirty Thousand, NXT would love to have Eight Hundred Thirty Thousand. So I mean. Fair call. That's true. What is the average? 300, 350? No, no, no. It's, it's, it's probably around 550 now. It's probably, you know, it's not yeah. going I mean, by today's numbers, good. right? I mean, it's not good. No, it's not good. It's, it's, it's dropping too. And it is dropping because 
most of the men stink and the, and the <laughs> men who don't stink are sort of rejects from the main roster i mean nobody's interested in seeing dijack i mean apollo crew somehow is is you know it doesn't feel like a big deal down there um and he should like they should have put him into like a big time feud with with brom breaker not this like let's have eggs and go fishing and just he lost his accent jeff come on he lost <laughs> his spear everybody's like where does where the accent go where'd the spear go that, that was the problem with apollo Crews. You just gave me like days in a where he lost his accent. It's like, is, is that the equivalent of like Sean losing a smile? Yeah. <laughs> Even worse. Even worse. Fair, but know, see, actually, guys, do you, I found that borderline kind of racist the way they did him like that, dudes. I, I mean, come on, son. idea. Oh, that was his I idea. Just stop. I never saw him on the elite. He needs I a new heard. profession. I, I knew. But Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. At least on the main roster, we kid when Kofi lost his accent, and they made fun of it. That's Th- true. They're That's trying true. to make you. They're brainwashing you to say that Apollo Cruz never had a spear, never had a umbubute as his bodyguard, <laughs> and he never was carrying a spear. He he was Prince Zamunda. He was the Prince of Zamunda wrestling. You know, regalus. But, but and now he's he, just Apollo Crews, the equalizer. No, I want my Prince Zamunda wrestler back. That's what I want. <laughs> but, but apparently he did a similar thing on the Indies. Like that was his gimmick. That he, that well, he was Uha is Uha Nation. He, it was Uha Nation, but like he he spoke with the West African accent. I don't. I've never seen him on the Indies, but I I knew who he was. And I knew who he was. I I like Apollo Crews. I think Apollo Crews is a good wrestler. I don't think he's a star, but I think he's a good wrestler. He's a He's he's a good hand, so he might as well be doing something down there. It's just, you know, he, I don't know. He's it's, too small and not big enough, even though he's big muscular wise. But he's just right small. Yeah. He's a mini me version of freaking Lashley for crying out loud, and a bad one at that too. Yeah, but I mean, but all the people there in Porting are, you know, even even like Dijak is big, but he's weird big, and and Baba oh, Dijak is, is just is a... big, but he does he's like not intimidating big. And then you Donovan have Donovan Dickhead, Axiom, and scripts Ugh, and what's his name well west fraser that not west fraser Who? nathan fraser the detroit huh. guys like no personality they put him giving him a talk show. they bring in noam dar i i i, Ugh, I don't stand know noam dar. i don't know what they're trying at least next week they're debuting a guy who's like 310 pounds uh, who's that his last name is femi f-e-m-i which i'm sure is short for Oli Ol- Ol- femi um i've heard of that name before yeah, he was. He's from the uh, NIL program. He, he's okay. he's a big guy. Actually, Isn't that where Omos came from too. The NIL program. Yeah, or something like that. I don't think there was an NIL program when they Are you recruited. Sure, Omos. he wasn't the first one. I could have sworn no, Omos. I, I'm not. No, he was the break. He was that breakout star in the uh, Raw Underground skits, just being that that bodyguard. But then he was still training during the. During right. the uh, Raw Underground, I remember when they signed him almost? before. No, you're talking. Yeah, you're talking about Baba Tunde. You're talking about. No, he was there too. He was almost there, was there too. Yeah, okay. he was. I remember because when they first signed him up, hey, that's when B Fab was rather best when she was Brandy <laughs> or whatever. That that was her best role. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, when when they when they release Hit Row, I, ho- oh, I hope God. they keep B, B Fab and find something. She's so much better than Megan. Mar- At least get rid of Megan Morant and let her take Megan Morant's place. The, with them without swerve a swerveless man like literally literally Whatever. you know, we're, <laughs> like, you know we're, we're all lucky because we see how boring Ashante Diodonis is and how terrible Top Dollar is you know 
Yeah, just, more like just, uh, just protect BFAB, get rid of those two losers, and so I have yeah. a whole list of people to get rid of. That, 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 that you know, it may start with them. It just starts with AJ Francis because it starts with A. But <laughs> I, you, I, you know, I could go alphabetically on this shit. When, when you and bring by a free... Baron Corbin, so of course you go AJ Francis and Shante the Adonis because they're A's. But Baron, Baron's Baron a natural Corbin. treasure, Jeff. No, they, leave Baron Baron's Corbin not as alone. bad. I think Baron is fine. He, he he's got his spot, man. Yeah, I, man. I don't think he's as bad as. You know, oh, you're wrong. Sort of say. Not only is that bad, but he's worse. <laughs> oh, this on. is like I, Seinfeld. I, I, he he'll be a mainstay. I, I guarantee Baron it. Corbin, he will not get released. Baron, Baron Corbin is like the shit that Jeff picks up, and it took a week. You, you just get used to it. That's all it is. <laughs> That's no, it. He, Baron, he's definitely Baron one of those. Baron Corbin's not a mainstay. He's an overstay. Hey, well, I'm telling you, he will not get released. You you'll see. But I'm looking forward well, to these I, next I rounds. Obviously, I don't have the power to release anyone. I'm just telling you, he'd be on my list. <laughs> Jesus, I'd love to see you. Actually, you remember how we did our AWWB shows Knox, about every uh, Gargano? You know oh God, get the fuck out! Absolutely. But we, you know how we did that? What was the show's called again? Oh yeah, Outside Interference. Remember when we did that? Mm-hmm. We should do yeah, the I next one. We do last Thursday about them that you still. Oh, did you? Read. I didn't see it. Yeah, shit. Yeah, I sent you two wow. texts last Thursday. They're, they're not well, even delivered. They say <laughs> I didn't even realize. Now. Well, you, oh, you know why? Because of my phone, dude. I don't have an iPhone. So even homeboy, you're saying check my phone. My phone is smashed. It is currently with Apple right now. So uh, uh, well, I hope don't get me started on that. Anyway, that's another story. But um, anywho, uh, let's get back into Raw, though, because we have Rey Mysterio versus Solo Sokoa in a eh, match that was obvious that Solo Sokoa was going to win, and he does via Simone Spike. Boys, anything to really chime on in this match? I mean, there's not much to really say. No, just that the LWO continue their streak from 2000 of never winning anything. <laughs> Prof, is this a legit LWO? or is, What the hell's going on here, man? I, I think I said this on Monday on the, on the Facebook. I said, Vince McMahon was talking to Triple H backstage and said, I think you misspelled the NWO. Why the hell did you put <laughs> yeah, it over? Yeah, you did. I saw that. I remember that. So that just explain that just, you know, answers your question about the LWO's uh, importance and impactfulness. But, you know, hopefully, you know, again, we got to wait till after the draft. Did you see that the LWO hair dye and his little mustache? I mean, if he doesn't look like the Mexican <laughs> bandito from a Spaghetti Western movie, I mean, I've been saying this. I was the first guy to say this before anyone thought of, well, before we saw like the Eli mustache. Wallet. He's Vicente McMendez. That's what I first called him. Well, no, he actually looks like, <laughs> just put up the gif and go Winston Wolf. It looks like I'm Winston Wolf and I saw Have you that. seen the, the Photoshopped ones, though? I've seen them all. Whoops, 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 no, whoops. What go. was that? What was that? What was that? <laughs> that, that was the uh, Vince McMahon uh, kiss my ass club right there. Uh, you, you whoa. No. whoa, 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 whoa. i got to calm that. Uh, easy, Tiger. Anyway, uh, have you seen the Tiger? <laughs> oh, shit. Or oh, Tiger style, should I say? Give me Tantric. Oh fuck! How do we continue from that? Anyway, oh, no. let's just continue because yeah, post match, <laughs> <laughs> the bloodline turned the tide on the LWO as Solo wipes them all out with the Samoan Spike, nice. drawing Ray up. Sokoa throws him into the one D, and that's that. They're just jobbers, dudes. They're little. Uh, I was gonna say little woggy jobbers. 
<laughs> that's a joke for me. They are, because they are yeah, they'll be considered wogs in Australia, like I am. They were well, you know, it's not being jobbers. It's just doing the service oh, they for the Judgment team. Day to build for Puerto Rico, where it's going to be a big time atmosphere, big time feel with Rey Mysterio and Bad Bunny against Dominic and Damian Priest. It's a big fight field, Jeff. It's a big fight fight field, Jimmy. And this was a storyline. And this is not a burial. This is just a builder for Puerto Rico. It's, no, it's, yeah, I know. That's true. They, they lost his heels and they're losing his faces. It's 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 not a great start. It just it, it doesn't make them feel important. And I know Anthony Missionary Thomas from Wrestling Soup doesn't listen or watch our shows, but in case he is, he should I told you he doesn't feel like a superstar? He's like, I see world <laughs> champion. I'm like, I don't see that. Well, well I've been who bad bunny. No, he's <laughs> talking. No, he's talking about crew. Santos, right? Oh. I love Santos, but no, if he I, was I taller, see, I like Santos too. But I, I don't see Bad Bunny as a world champion either. But he has a better I, chance of it than Santos Escobar. He, yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. It's fucking true. He does have a better chance than than Santos Escobar. He has a billion does. followers. I mean, I don't even think I'm exaggerating when I say that. No, he's a huge star, Jeffy. I mean, I knew who he was. I already had his music long before he he came over to WWE. So. Yeah. Can, can, can Santos Escobar be a U.S. champion? Yes. Can he be an intercontinental champion? Yes. But can he be a world champion? Point, no. U.S. champion even at this point is a bit far-fetched. I mean, they've elevated that, well, that championship. I mean, you can book anyone strong. I just don't, I just don't see Legato as being the it. Yeah. Is it Legato world order? Is it Latino world order? What is it? Like, no, like, it's, it's not Latino. Latino. All right, all right. I mean, I'm just trying to make sure here because sometimes they're legado world order, then they're Latino world order. I don't know, man, but that, it that, is that, what it is. That's how little, that's how unimportant it is. Well, that's right. That's true. I mean, Speaking, also, Kevin Patrick sucks balls. I'm surprised he's lasted as long as he has, man. I'm sick of, I, I don't think it works well. You know how Vince used to hate Southerners? Is he Kevin Dunn's son or something? Is that why he's got a job for life? That's the way it looks to me. Well, they got him from soccer commentating, actually, funny enough, Prof. He's a oh, soccer boy. commentator. For the, Kevin Dunn was the a MLS. famous world-class soccer player. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was known for his big teeth at the That's front right. that he used he, to, like, header him Remember him the and Pele used teeth. to have classic one-on-one. <laughs> they almost cast Kevin Dunn in the movie Victory with Sylvester Stallone. Oh. <laughs> Black. Oh, he was. He, you one. sure he wasn't an extra with the shirt being taken off and he was uh, escaping <laughs> in the crowd? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> like, I gotta go. I gotta watch that again. <laughs> Fucking Kevin Dunn. Anyway, enough of him. But uh, next, though, we have uh, an unimportant match in Bianca Belair versus Dakota Kai. And of course, Bianca Belair wins by pinfall via the KOD. Again, guys, I don't know if there's really anything to really talk about here. I'm just giving a quick recap. Boys, uh, Dakota do you Kai want to say something? She sucks. Sickly. She's sickly. a junkie. She looks like a junkie. I'm sorry. But... I agree. I'm, I'm nodding. But, but, oh, my God. Speaking of speaking of killings, Jeff Lippman, 58.8%. Jimmy T, 29.4%. I've seen that. I've seen that. What the fuck? Is it, is, it, is it those? I don't know if you see the comments, Jeff, the by any chance. Broken. Look at the uh, comments. No, I can look. Look at the comments. I'm not talking about on Twitter. I'm talking about here. <laughs> uh, I don't know who that fucking troll is, but uh, oh, it's definitely Jargo. No, 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 it can't be. I don't even want to show it, but it's 
he's, oh, he's going it. way show too it. far. No, show no, it. I don't know, man. Do you see that? Do you read the last three comments of that? Yeah, Facebook that, that, that I mean, that definitely reads, reads like Jargo. I don't know who that is, but stop being a child, dude. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Because uh, I can't do that. I can't show this. All I know is I'm innocent. Oh, no. Well, I hope it's not. Wait, that's not you, right? No. All right, all right. Cool, cool. Right, I'm, I'm just saying. You, you never know with you because fucking. But why would you say that? That's a bit harsh. But anyway. First of all, I, I shut my Facebook off when I'm on the air because I don't want the, the, the sounds to come through while we're recording. Who the fuck is that, though, man? Uh, fucking um, Facebook user. It's probably Chris. No, 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 it's not. It can't be Chris. Sure it can. Oh, I don't even know. I'm confused these days. Anyway, who gives a fuck? Um, let's move on, though. Like I said, guys, anything to really talk about there? No. Bianca is is the the next woman on the WWE uh, mantle. Bianca's going to be as important for Vince or, or Triple H in the hierarchy this is her generation this is her time you know as the four horse movement was 10 years ago this is bianca belair and this is rhea ripley's time right now to shine so she's gonna win no matter what and if people are gonna hate bianca belair's legacy and dominance then so be it acknowledge the the tribal queen <laughs> she's, she's great i mean they have to build some competition for her she needs some more rivals that are named no, so I get you, Jeff. I'm just saying, but people, you know how people will get tired of winning. People will get tired of her being on top. So but this is her time. But let them be tired of of it because the only thing that's a problem in wrestling is apathy. So I mean, listen, you, you know, Ric Flair is only the 16-time world champion because he lost the title 16 times. So I mean, you know, you you need rivals, and right now her only rival is the champion on another brand, you know, or people who only work there sometimes or dana brooke <laughs> she must suck some good dick for her to still be employed with that i'm sorry there's your first penis well, fucking well, uh, comment Abello, can you verify this i mean come what? on man that dana brooke fucking... can suck some good dick I, I i think i can confirm that one no no doubt no, 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 I, I, I mean how the hell does she still have a job in wwe honestly i mean come on I, She's I think you be, should stop anyway. blowing her cover because if you keep, if the, I, mean, <laughs> I just figured that she found Bo Dallas's hiding place. Uh, oh, oh, hey. you, you know that picture you showed with Soraya? Just Photoshop Dana Brooke. Ooh. And there's your answer. Ooh, 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 ooh. Remember that closet that <laughs> with AOP, cock, right? I remember mean. that closet that AOP, <laughs> Alistair Black, and Mojo were always shared. That's where Dana Brooke is right now. And the Miz apparently shared with himself and Enzo apparently Amore. Thanks well, to the tribal chief. There's a major, there could be the next game changer. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's move on because uh, we next see Judgment Day are backstage talking about Bad Bunny's return to Raw next week. Dominic tells Damien that he doesn't need to be Bunny's friend and talks about the great joy he felt seeing Solo Sokoa tear Rey Mysterio apart. Anyway, he also uh, Paul Heyman then rolls up and asks if they're satisfied, and Finn Balor tells him, eh. Paul tells him to do eh to Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Matt Riddle so they don't fall into debt with their tribal chief. Priest then says the Judgment Day handles their business, and Rhea tells Heyman goodbye, and he slinks off calling Roman Reigns like a little rat that he is. Uh, anything to mention here, boys? No. The nope, seeds are planted go. after the draft. That's all. That's it. Storytelling. Uh, that's, that's all. It's, that's all it's called. Storytelling. 
story remember day. the story Absolutely. remember these little pages so right now <laughs> sure. Rio's new rivals are Solo Sokoa and Paul Heyman those are, those, those are the only people right now I see as her, as her rivals oh and, and Zelina Vega for a throwaway match oh, god Anyway, uh, speaking of stories, I mean, and finishing the story, shall we say, Adam we Cole? see Cody. No, not that, <laughs> not that story, but Cody's story. As he makes his entrance and gets on the mic, he asks Little Rock, uh, "What they want to talk about?" A fucking yes, hell, Cody, Rock? stop it! What? <laughs> yeah, not Little Cock, Jeff. I said Little Rock, no, Arkansas. I say he asked for a Little Rock. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he did. He well no he asked Little Rock oh, what oh, they want to oh, talk oh, about you know what oh, I mean oh, not what they want to oh, snort about oh. or fucking smoke about right 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 come it's, on it's Jeff Arkansas. they have meth they don't have crack there <laughs> oh god anyway. this is your brain this is your brain on drugs <laughs> well you are the professor for a reason right I mean <laughs> come on Jabella <laughs> anyway uh. <laughs> He says he knows exactly what he wants to talk about. So why ask for then, Cody? Fuck ya. And who he wants to talk to, so he calls Brock Lesnar on down. As Adam Pearce, though, comes out instead and says he appreciates the spirit, but he can let him do... He can't let him do that tonight. Nobody's discounting what he wants to do. We all respect him, but he's not medically cleared to be here tonight. Cody accepts what he has to say and goes to leave before grabbing a chair from under the ring and getting back inside pierce says if cody won't leave under his own power security will escort him out and he begs Rhodes to think about it but what do you know we do get brock lesnar in a weird cowboyish i don't know what the fuck this is jacket in a duster oh whatever there's nothing weird about it it's i guess he's a heel now so you know he wears a kind of heel sort of thing anyway i thought he borrowed, thought he borrowed uh, the undertaker's uh, gear you know eh, it looks to be cheap though to 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 be undertakers to be fair i mean <laughs> but anyway adam pierce is oh, in the panic no though. no for the for cosplay you know comic-con you don't get the actual undertaker <laughs> stuff but you think you're dressing like the undertaker <laughs> he went to a two dollar I mean, uh, probably wears the hell out of his duster while mm. he's chasing down moose and elk and wrestling i mean that. that's that's his favorite pastime in saskatchewan right isn't that where he lives mine too <laughs> that's a different type of moose uh moose and squirrel <laughs> well, <knuckle>. anyway, <laughs> adam pierce is in a panic though he makes the match official for backlash on the spot as brock waves from the ramp and tells cody to come get some and Rhodes starts wailing on security with a chair and beating them down he jumps to the floor and gets swarmed by guards, but he's able to fight them off and clear a path to the beast. As Cody charges up the ramp, but another wave of security jumps in and gets him back to the apron to hold him back as Brock leaves and Rhodes is still fighting. And he also Don't says you before mean he goes Cody Wardlow. Ward Rhodes. Yeah, yeah, right. Except at least oh, wait, they're not I've got breaking news. You were talking about that you wanted to do the Ring of Honor show again? Do you what? know what, what's happening on Ring of Honor? What? El Hijo de Vikingo versus Gringo Loco. Oh, my God. No way. You want to make no. me I've got to go, guys. I'm sorry. I've got to go. That's, a, that's an extra 50,000 subscriber that, right there. <laughs> that's a dream match of mine. I have to go and watch it right now. See you. Uh, I mean, you, you, you <laughs> 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 wow. He really did go. Wow. He loves Gringo Loco. Oh, wow. 
Crazy <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> that was a quick match then. That sucked. That was. It was over. It's over in a heartbeat. It was a dream match. Tell the truth. Believe you just had me. Uh, that I just, I just literally uh, soiled my shorts because of Vikingo. And who's the other guy again? <laughs> El Gringo Loco. Oh, what happened to uh, what was that other guy's name? Um, ben Ben Dejo. Whatever happened ben to him? <laughs> Remember how funny was that? Ben Deco. That's not a freaking work. That's a shoot, ladies and gentlemen. Do you realize that that was our highlight of watching six and a half hours of Ring of Honor television? That the name Ben Dejo was the highlight. (laughs) It was. It really was. That was golden. That was brilliant. But not worth it. No. That was a drag. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, no. Actually, watching that show was just pissing us off. I'm not going to lie, Prof. I don't know no, if I'm, you've watched. I'm usually in such a good mood. Yeah, no, no, that's two hours of that shit. Feels like six. I'm not kidding. Like it really does. It, it should, no, I don't watch Ring of Honor the oh, way that Tony Khan does it. No, <laughs> you read my mind. I was gonna ask. Have you actually watched? I, I just watch the pay per views. I just do the pay per views. That's as far as I go. I didn't watch. Oh, I didn't dude. watch the last pay per view. Well, apparently, know. according to the vet, he he was telling me just yesterday that Ring of Honor is actually the better watch right now than AEW. I don't know if I remember where the vet comes from. The the vet loves that pure style of wrestling. He loves just no, but he also loves storytelling too, though. Sure, he's a Rip Rogers guy, man. That's right, the hustler. Ring of Honor ain't telling telling stories. I don't know what. (laughs) I know that's true too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, hot stuff. Exactly. Come on, yo. You know what was the best, guys? Have you seen the match? Speaking of Rip Rogers, this is funny. There was a match in WCW. I think it was on Worldwide or Saturday Night. One of the one or the other. Back in the eighties or yeah, late eighties. It was Rip Rogers against Owen Hart in oh. WCW, right? To say it was the funniest politically incorrect thing that Owen Hart did. This is Owen Hart's funniest moments. All I'm gonna say is, he was making the kids in the crowd chant <laughs> "Pufta," <laughs> but not "Pufta," if you know what I'm yeah. saying. The whole time to Rip Rogers, man. So you, you're hearing the kids going, fat, uh, I mean, that was the battle of bad way. bangs and bad mullets. But that is so Owen Hart. Yeah, that was some killer mullets in that match. But man, that made me laugh so much. It's just stayed stayed with me. Back when the, funny that's, that's the good old days when you could do that and get away with that. Well, do you remember Jerry the King Lawler calling Goldust a flaming? Yes. <laughs> good old days. <laughs> Good old days indeed. Actually, there's about there's a ten hour version of Flaming F on YouTube. No lies, it's true. Flaming Frankfurters. <laughs> and, Flaming you, and you could drink your Bud Light while watching that for ten hours. Well, anyway, speaking I, I of flaming, help telling me not to drink a Bud Light. That's you know, it's... well. Can I ask you, fellas? Next week, get Seth Rollins versus The Miz, though, guys. Again, didn't we see this match just two weeks ago? I feel like I've seen it a thousand times. At least it feels like every week, but anyway, Seth Rollins wins via people with a blackout. So much, with, I mean, the, the oh, Miz he's is a boxer now, dude. With him. I know he won that match, mm. yeah, pretty but, impressive, actually. Guys, yeah. is, is there nothing he can't do? Can we call him Johnny Boxer from now on? Johnny Knockout, that's what you call him. Like. Oh, jo- is that what it is? Johnny, yeah, Johnny Knockout, knockout. legitly. Wow, yeah. Johnny Knockout. Wow, that's pretty good, actually. I'll give him that. Johnny Boxer, though, has got a good ring to it, too. But Johnny Knockout does, too. I like it. Anyway, guys, I guess there's nothing to talk about.
between <laughs> and Miz, right? Yeah, I mean, the match overperformed. People said it was a good match. And I was like, oh, remember uh, Miz can wrestle? That's rounds one. Big deal. That's it. Big deal. True I, I'll, just, I'll just say this. Like, after WrestleMania, what he did with Logan Paul, you know, people could say that was like a match of the year candidacy right there. Oh, but settle down. You know, settle down. But again, I'm looking at it from the bigger picture. Like, what do you do with Seth Rollins afterwards? It, I guess the, the, the answer is he's going to have to be the number one draft pick or number two draft pick for SmackDown because you got nothing for him right now. Because it just seems like he's lost. It just is funny yeah. to me. Lost to an extent, but he, he's getting himself over, though, which is no, no, I mean, again, you know, the crowd's going to do what the crowd's going to do with Seth Rollins' music. I'm just saying, what are the plans for Seth Rollins right now? He just looks lost after. And I then you, you, could look, you could look at it from the, the last two weeks. Like two weeks ago, he comes down the ring, you know, the and then they cut him off. You know what I mean? So yeah, you don't have weird. something. That, that you don't weird. have something for him. And then, like you said, we're doing Seth Rollins against The Miz again. So to me... There's no direction right now for Seth Rollins, which is very surprising to me. So I'm thinking, again, maybe we'll get our answer in the draft, and then maybe that's, that's fresh opponents. Maybe he goes against Gunther and the Imperium on the on the SmackDown side. So, you know, you just build something. You, do you want him to go after Austin uh, Austin Theory again for the U.S. title? No. He's been there, done that. So go make move him to SmackDown, make him a top contender to the Imperium, or go after Roman Reigns, I don't know, for the thousand day in the in, – Saudi Arabia, whatever. I don't know, but I'm just saying he just looks lost for the last two weeks. He does look lost, and and you know, and he's he's doesn't want to be a face, but he is a face, and you know, but instead of the Miz, I mean, listen, you love your guy Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin's on a losing streak. He attacks Seth Rollins from the back to try and get his mojo back. Turns into a match. Seth Rollins wins. I mean, you know, or you or you have. I think they did that three weeks ago. Did they? All right. I, I mean, you, you do it with that. You can do it with anyone. There's a whole Los Lotharios are there doing nothing. I mean, you know, Los Lotharicos. Right. What What are Maximum Male Models doing? They're, they're They're not even in the screen anymore when Maxine Dupree's there, which is, by the way, a good thing because she she's killing it and they suck. Um, right. Absolutely, I, I agree with that, man. 100%. Whatever they, they they have bring someone from NXT to to challenge him. Whatever I, you know, I don't care. What you, you do, change things up a little bit. Just, just, you know, raw. The- I, I agree with what you're saying, Jeff. No, no doubt. I mean, you could have brought up maybe a Carmelo Hayes for Monday night just to just say I'm better than you, Seth Rollins. I, I'm, I'm more freaking awesome than you were, could ever be, or something like that. You got yeah. that. Not, I'm not calling it a dream match, but you, you get where I'm going with. Just had that spur of the moment match between Carmelo Hayes and Seth Rollins and just kill it and have like a fuck finish and you could do whatever. But for the last two weeks, Seth Rollins has no direction. That's all I'm just going to say. I would say for the last year and a half, he's had no real direction. But more importantly, I want everyone to know that right now on Twitter, I'm flirting with Morgan freaking Fairchild. Not <laughs> a Jeff. Seriously. Whoa, my stomach is rumbling. Just oh not meal. in the Bronx. The Royal Rumble. <laughs> I'm starving. Well, it is lunchtime nearly Mole. over here. But anyway. <laughs> well, and just one thing. <laughs> I just wanted to say about... No, fuck you. Because I was looking at that when he was running down the ring. That's and it's I funny, I never noticed it until you fucking pointed it out. I and ever since then, it's like a shit stain on his fucking nose right every there. time. <sighs> anyway... Have you noticed his fucking mole, Professor? I'm talking about Takeshita. 
Takashita? Yes, Takashita on his nose. And he's got spot right in the middle of his nose. Tell me you haven't noticed it because if you haven't, you have now. I haven't looked at it. Not well, a, not a you period. are going to look at it because this motherfucker... I'll look at it after the show, but then I won't care <laughs> about it. That's just me. I know. Trust me, it stands out. Once you know it's there, it's it's bigger than big. Afterwards. Oh my god, I'm my lead you. is widening. You know what? Yeah, that, that's that. This is rigged. It's rigged, Jeff. You know You're what, Jimmy? It. Then I'll, I'll look. <laughs> then wait till Christmas, and then Takashita could be Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> I can see that. Funny enough, I don't know why. I actually can. But uh, as far as Seth Rollins goes, I just wanted to say and end it there. We Seth is. It's all look. Right now, I think we're getting bad shows because of the draft, essentially. Let's be, let's be real, guys. I mean, I know it's no excuse, though, in saying that. But the, everyone, and especially Seth, he's just in limbo right now until the draft. I mean... Yeah, but they, they are doing a card called Backlash. They could build more too. than two matches. That's why I said no, it's no excuse, right? right I mean, it's, it's, no, it's, it's no excuse. I mean... The, the reason for it, I mean, there's always an excuse why there's bad shows. I mean, and it's because the people in creative are being lazy or, or I, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a year round job. That's true. Well, anyway, speaking of year round, we see Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn and Matt Riddle are chatting backstage as Zayn wants to get them. <laughs> hello, everybody. Hi. Hello. 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 Uh, actually, How are you? Prof, have you met Lasakaria before? Oh, yes, I have. Oh, you have? Oh, cool. Yes. That's good. That's good. Chabelo. Chabelo yes. Veracruz. <laughs> Chabelo Veracruz. The true cross. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. We can we can never get through a show without something going on, though. <laughs> I'm telling you. But um, <laughs> I'm a professional, Jimmy. Don't worry about it. I can get through anything. Yeah. Hey, how you, how you been, Viv? Oh, doing a lot of things. Busy. Very busy. Sexy. You look happy. You look very happy actually today. I, I was talking with um, some uh, my how do you say it? Uh, my my brother uh, girlfriend. <laughs> oh really? What is she here uh, or are you talking to her? Yes, uh, they are in my country. This is oh. your country. I miss my country. <laughs> you just do you miss? Do you? I was gonna say. Do, do you? Miss no, because the, the Latinas we are uh, more family. <laughs> No, of course. Hey, I, yes. I understand too. I get it. I'm Greek, so I totally understand. But uh, yes. as you would too, Prof. I mean, he's, you're Puerto okay. Rican, so there you mm-hmm. go. big you're family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that, you, I am. Yeah. My my feelings are so sensitive. I'm an orphan. <laughs> I need to listen my language too. On my lots whole, of time. Too. My whole family died in a fire. And I sat. You're an yeah. asshole, Jeff. You don't burn in <laughs> hell, You love Jeff. your parents. Yeah, exactly. I, I know he Jeff, loves his parents. I teach him to Jeff to be sweet. Jeff, he's so sweet. Every day. Every month. I've noticed. Oh, I've noticed. Well, sweet her. Yes. He's a lot more happier. You seem even happier, even though you want, you know, you wish you were back at because home. Because he's happy because... <laughs> because I, I, again. I took him like a Latino. I don't know what you're trying to rub, but it's a little lower. And, you know, in my culture, we are take care of the family. We are take care of the partners. Of we are eating. You, you the way to the man's heart is to the stomach. Yes. Then a little lower. Yes, the home needs to smell like the garden, like the onion, like the home. Mm-hmm. I like that. Sweet. 
Uh, we can we should call Jeff a uh, jefe from now on. Yeah, yeah. I can know eating cookies <laughs> like with cheese. No, 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 no. Cookies no. with cookies. cheese. Cookies with cheese. Ah, when I was working, the women here they was eating cookies and cheese and the lunch I, and the I, I chips. She, and... she means crackers with cheese. Oh, oh, no, 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 I was no, gonna say. no, no, I understand, yeah, I understand because we say the same thing, really. Right, right, right. No, I get you, but I really did I'm think sorry. cookies at first. I, no, it's okay. We say the same, we say the same thing, yeah, but when I heard cookies, I initially thought cookie cookie you know like, yeah, sorry, like, sorry. like cookie monster that's all right right my exactly. vocabulary is so so small <laughs> no no you, you know what you know what viv i think you're a lot better at talking english than you think i think so i don't know but... and you write it really good too uh, like I mean, listen, the genius sleeping lani papa didn't fall in love with you for nothing <laughs> i would think i was practicing my english a lot and he was true. That's funny. He was calling me every day. I, I, know. I remember watching that video, the the one you did with him, the first one. And and Jeff didn't tell me nothing. He didn't say anything to me about about it. But I'm watching it, and then I'll go to Jeff. I go, is it just me, or does uh, does Lenny have a thing for for you? <laughs> and he's like, oh no, he has a thing for her totally. I go, it's so obvious. Oh, yeah. he's, he's It's so he, obvious. He's offered a flyer all over, all oh. expenses paid. Poor man died of a broken heart. You know, he oh, was pretense. He doesn't know about Jeff, but but he say, okay, I want to be your friend. I say, yes, we so, can be friends. Sometimes I pretend <laughs> I don't know about me. He also. had the foul. <laughs> he had the foul because Lani, he was started calling me because Jeff. Yeah, yeah, of course. Jeff, of he's course lucky he because I respect him a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no respect I, for Lani? We are in the show. Oh yes! Ooh, yeah, they, don't, they don't call they don't call Lanny leaping oh, for a reason, you know. There's a reason he's called leaping. You know what? You everywhere. know what, Viv? I the forgot we were on the show. I forgot we were on the show for a minute too. Oh I'm God, not gonna I'm lie. <laughs> nah, that's okay. Our listeners will laugh Rest at that. Peace. Don't worry. Rest in poor, peace, absolutely. Poor, <laughs> I do my yeah, poor. my <laughs> No, no, no. R.I.P. to to the. To the, to, the genius. Poffer, oh, to the genius, oh, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Listen, we know his brother's dad. We know his father's dad. Uh, you know, I don't oh, know. What, God. You know, so. he had that, that. And his mother daughter. is dead too. He has a daughter, right? Have you been in touch with his daughter? He has a daughter. Have you been in touch with his daughter? His grandchild. And two grandchildren. How old's the daughter? Twenty-six, maybe. Oh, she's young. Yes. Twenty-six and two kids already, huh? Well done. Twenty six, huh? Mm, Something okay. like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was a genius, not a professor. Uh, hey. Is she good looking? Is she good looking though? I'm being serious. I'm not saying that just because, you know. Chappelle's gonna swing up, he's gonna I'm the friendly stranger in the black sedan. Why don't you get <laughs> into my car? Hey, have you seen her, Viv? Is she is she does she look like him? <laughs> She's white, so I saw only the hair photos because he sent me the his family photos. And she oh, said really? always he's coming to see that his daughter and he's waiting for that his daughter coming to go to Ecuador. But oh. yeah. Okay. Did, did, she, did she look like Randy Savage? Oh no. Yuck. Did she have a nice beard? No, no. She's Was she the cream of the crop? <laughs> he's all yeah, he's always sarcastic, but it's good. He can make laughing to people. He's made laughing in everywhere when we are going to the restaurants. He <laughs> starts speak something and people is looking to him and then ah, 
I think it was a start well, laughing because he talks he like that in public. Thinking about, huh? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Does he? You talk like that in public, Jeff? Really? I'm always the same. Wow. Yes. Yeah, oh, it's, it's an acquired taste, right, Jeff? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. If at all. <laughs> <laughs> He, he cracks me up, this guy. Now, nah, look, he, he was very. I'm just glad you're back because we, before you got back, Ooh, and you were gone for a this. long time. I yeah, was getting he was grumpy. And he was grumpy that bad. That's, that are similar I to don't know, man. So long, I don't trust. <laughs> was he calling you every night on the phone? <laughs> yes. No, no, not the time. No, no because no? I, was, oh. I was traveling, I was driving. On this Pan American North Road. Oh, really? You have really? to be very focused while driving. Yeah. They have landslides and towns disappear overnight. They they have soldiers that have set up checkpoints that, uh, you know, and then you have paramilitary and then you have the gangsters but who all set that, up roadblocks. I, I know it's pretty bad with the cartels like and all that, but is it, is it, yeah, but see, is it, is it overkill though, do you think? It's a, think... a problem now in my country. Uh, I know, I've seen. I actually watched something. Colombia and the, the violence and the, yeah, the and the Albanians the too. It's, it's those damn Albanians. They're always they, a problem in Greece too. They are coming to you to your car, and everybody had to go out, and they are opening everything to looking under the chairs and everything, and you know. Really, yeah. like even you coming from America nowadays, even though you're from you know over there. Do, do they treat you differently? Yeah. Uh, anyway, when I am over there, uh, always they doesn't think I am from my country. Right. That's you what know? I mean. Like me, it if I go the, to... When I was no. in my country... She goes, like, out of my way, fucktards, I'm American. <laughs> when I was in my country... Team America, like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I don't talk to them like that. <laughs> no, my, I'm joking. My lexicon is not like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> okay, guys. No. Okay, I had to go and pretend say I'm doing something in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> you make me laugh. <laughs> I can't even talk now. <clears throat> Tonight you Jesus. just might have that dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just seeing Jeff smiling right now, so from ear to ear. So a... so, he cracks me up. Man. Hey, look, the things he does, man. Heel <laughs> boy, heel right. boy. We're, 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 boy. Used to, we're used to we used to it now, Viv. Don't worry. I never got. Used he to just it. loves you a lot. I do. Yes, you see him. More than a lot. How white he's him. Yeah, now true. I cannot show you my uh, color. My I'm, color I'm, is so dark, and he's so white. I'm Latino by injection. Me, yeah. Black, it's Jeff Mendez. Me, Malachi Black, and uh, who's the other fucker? Oh, Malachi Charlotte Black. No, I oh. say this because now I'm here. I want to bring Jeff to the pool, to the sea, and <laughs> to have the pool. fun and make colors. Sometimes colors. Yeah, make colors, Jeff. Get a tan, you, man. I only have two colors: builder <laughs> neutral one and bright red, Lo Ooh. lobster red. Lobster red. I like it. Cook like lobster. It <laughs> what about Brock Lobster, though? You told me the last time you speak Spanish, right? I'm Neorican, so I, I can understand it a little bit. I don't really speak it. Yeah, he, he's, he's New York Hispanic. It's, it's, not, it's, it's, it's Spanglish. Not because Chabelo, yeah. Chabelo Vera. 
in well technically well anyway <laughs> we won't we won't spoil yeah, that over the, uh, <laughs> right <laughs> exactly this is no, language, because okay. we're on we're on the show that's why anyway okay i had to go nice uh, to see you Take care. likewise Viv, Take you care. Too. Bye -bye. no anytime <laughs> he always does this these days anyway we've gone over two hours boys i mean come on let's uh finish this show off and you know what after all that how can i even talk about austin theory versus bobby lashley again because the match goes to a no contest guys god damn it how am i gonna do this uh jeff i know la sacaria is your number one sure is but yeah i dare say you know what this means right oh 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 it's shaking. It's shaking. <laughs> it's shaking. <laughs> we haven't done this in a while. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait for it, wait for it. The climax. Oh shit! There it goes. <laughs> Oh boy, yes, that's Jeff's man crush on Bobby Lashley. <laughs> uh, that never gets old. That's been a while actually since uh, we did the the yeah, Bobby climax. You know, if I'm never <laughs> misbehaving, you should just play the music. It's like I can't control it. <laughs> that is the best. I love it. But we do get Austin Theory against Bobby Lashley once again Walking by to a no contest. <laughs> Walking Viagra, did you say? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Anywho. Why Bobby we... or, or Austin? Ashley. Oh, I'm just It's Smashly the Don't jam. you watch the show? <laughs> I, Actually, I have a long-standing bromance with Ashley. But when was the last time we did this? It's been a good eight weeks, at least, probably. It's been a bad eight weeks. Yeah, oh, wow. It definitely has. Actually, when La Sicario was away, we did not do that not once, I don't think. I don't know. You, you squandered the time. I mean, I I had plenty of semen. There hasn't been big Lashley moments. <laughs> yeah, well, well, true. But there hasn't actually been any big Lashley moments lately. And no, to you, be you, fair... Fuck, that's this... why I turned heel on Bray. Fuck my boy. Oh, well, any news on Bray, guys? Or is he going to be part of the budget cuts? Uh, I think he's in the loony bin. Prof? Looney <laughs> bin? Or uh, something else? Maybe he's gonna take the the role of Kang from uh, Jonathan Majors. <laughs> There's a good chance that that could happen, actually. But uh, yeah, for me, straight into the loony bin. He's done. But anyway, post match, uh, we see Reed nails Bob with a diving shoulder off the apron, drawing him up, throwing him back inside. Lashley recovers and tries. For the hurt lock, but Austin nails him with a drop kick, letting Bronson hit the Samoan drop up tops with a 747 splash. And that's that. So, are we going with the Bronson Reed Lashley feud now? Is that what's happening? So it seems. Why? It has to be. I, I you got to get Bronson Reed over. You have to get Bronson <laughs> yeah. Reed in, you know, into the mainstream. And Bobby Lashley is the perfect, uh, you know, Godzilla versus King Kong. So, you got the visual. Well, if this was AEW, you know who's winning, right? None of them. Right. They're too big. 
Yeah, I, I don't know about this. I'm not I'm not a big fan of this feud because, you know, one one's the young guy who I you know gets absolutely zero reaction from the crowd and the other is is my love. So But you know what I would do? I would have I would have put him with Otis and made them a vacuum. Oh, oh yeah. Ball. And it looked like that was it was like they were listening to our show, man. Yeah. You did say it and they teased it suddenly yeah. and then nothing. Like like why couldn't she do Brantois? Francois and Otis, <laughs> no. and like ditch the other two, and then you know, then then these two they could squash those Bronsois. two. Bronsois, shit, Bronsois, Bronson, Bronson. That's what I said originally. Bronson, On my list of releases but... is Mansois. <laughs> Marseille. I, I think I think we could salvage Mace. Maximum males, right there, man. Monsoir, Monsoon. I mean, we, we need a, a Monsoon too. They either need to make a worker. He may be you know destined for terribleness forever uh, well they are trying i think it seems like they are you think they should right? give him like a bigger version of scripts outfit and just call no, him no that's it if that happens i'm never ever watching wrestling again person that... no God, imagine that can... that's that's the imagine... drawing point that's your drawing line for that uh, no, but an oversized scripts fucking costume man mm-hmm. i can picture that Right. God this damn! Is brilliant is when I wanted to bring up Joe Gacy and Josh Briggs and put them with Ugh. Kevin Owens. So we have Kevin Ugh. Owens three ways. three fat fucks. <laughs> three guys look <laughs> basically exactly the same. What would you call them? Owens, Owens, Owens. <laughs> oh. Owens, Stain, and Owens. What else? <laughs> Owens three way. <laughs> oh God, no thanks. But you know what was the most absurd thing? You guys remember the Kings of Pro Wrestling, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, do, did you do you guys ever see Kevin Owens wear Young Bucks fucking attire? Uh, sadly, yes, I have seen. That. Oh my god, that is scarring. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. That is very scarring. Funny, but scarring. <laughs> Please yeah. don't ever do that again, Kev. Just saying. Right. So anyway, Austin Theory keeps his title because uh, of a no contest, and Austin Theory helps Bronson Reed. You know, uh, right? Get, get over on on Smashley. Well. Travis, uh, travesty it is but uh but you know lashley will get the win anyway let's be real guys fuck i would think it's gonna happen lashley should be in the world title picture god damn it he should be but anyway i'll give him the benefit of the doubt until we have the draft but have no fear boys the end is near because next we have trish stratus getting on the mic i thought you were telling me the cross and the scarlet were coming out uh no I'm oh, not. That's in the song. The end is near. The end is oh, near. Oh yeah, true. Fall the end is. Near. Anyway, don't. Anyway, uh, you're gonna throw me off, Jeff. You know how sing I it, am. Sing it. Sing it. No, 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 no. Please. Oh no. You had to, didn't you? Anyway, Trish Stratus gets on the mic. She wants to start with a little history lesson and mm-hmm. says when she first came to WWE, women's wrestling was a joke. And she single-handedly changed everything, apparently. She brought credibility to a non-existent women's division. And she knows some of us will say it was the Trish and Lita, but there was no we. It was all her, baby. <laughs> it's true. She was the women's division, the trailblazer, and the first to make us give a crap about the women's division. Without her, there would be no women's revolution and certainly no women in the main event of WrestleMania when Becky Lynch or when Becky Charlotte and Ronda were in the main event we were chanting this is awesome 
but we should have been chanting thank you trish i agree with her i'm just saying anyway she continues on by saying but you wouldn't believe that if you listen to becky lynch who would tell you that the four horse ladies broke the boundaries and made you care again but that statement is like becky is a joke she sat back for a long while and letting it slide because she gets selling yourself and bragging about your accomplishments but after a while it was like wait does she actually believe her own hype and she actually does to be fair and she popped in in here and butted up to the good old bex but not once did she say thank you for opening the door for me she's got to give it to her she's very convincing and even convinced oh, leader like here give it to her oh sorry yeah. that was not loud give it to anyway uh, there there she was at wrestlemania dancing down the aisle as becky's little sidekick but stratus is nobody's sidekick anyway it got embarrassing so she had to take Lita out of the picture and save her the embarrassment so she could make it crystal clear that the person who screwed becky out of her titles was her so essentially it's a brett screwed brett sort of scenario and i can't be bothered going on and on with this way too long sort of promo by Trish Stratus. We get it already. She's just repeating herself. Pretty much going in circles. That's my problem I'm with this sorry. promo. I'm sorry. But in fairness to Trish, boobs. Oh, shit. Her boobs and butt. swollen. Yeah. And, a butt. Sw- and butt. Yeah. She, and, I mean, like cleavage that starts here. She was wearing push-ups. Big time push-up bra. That's what she should call herself. But yeah, they were ready to fumble out once again, guys. Yeah, but listen. Just another point. Boobs. Well, yeah, and and it, and it was better than anything we saw with the pillars on AEW uh, Dynamite. I mean, no, so we saw the I'll real take that, pillars. I'll take a Trish promo <laughs> over the pillars any day. <laughs> I will take Trish's pillars any day over the pillars in AEW. Just saying, I, I'm actually being boobs. serious too. Boobs, not boogs, boobs. No, <laughs> but we have to give homage the boobs were to, the, to the real women. <laughs> the, there's only there's only two women that are the real uh, trailblazers. And that's the Bellas. Just, you know, it's revisionist history, but it's all about the Bellas. They're the ones that took it to the next level. Don't you mean the Garcias? Oh, but yes. Just, the the yes. Garcias. They're not Bellas. Who's the hell of the Bellas? They're Italian girls. Two Italian girls. What are you talking about? Yeah. Exactly. These ones are yeah, Latinas. I know there was a Bella Garcias. that married John, Lo- John Laurinaitis. <laughs> or was it the Laurinaitis girls? <laughs> I mean, those, no, those are the Longinitis girls. <laughs> Long nutted. <laughs> God, God, God damn it, Jeff Littman. victims. <laughs> oh, you're fired, Littman. <laughs> anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, well, you know what? Profi's kind of right, though. I mean, let's be honest. I hate to admit it, Listen, but he's kind of right. The amount of people who have said the women's revolution is because of me is more tiresome than people on AEW taking cheap shots at WWE. It's just enough already. Enough, indeed, you and know, enough of yeah, this. Take credit for the women's revolution, but no one fucking watches women's wrestling. So shut up. Well, <laughs> I don't give a shit about Cody's promo, Nick. So I'm just gonna skip this shit because it's pretty much the same shit. He basically apologizes to Adam Pierce for losing his temper and blah blah blah. Yeah, but I have one more Who point cares? on the trash thing. Go for it, boobs. Boobs. Oh yeah, that, never mind. You guys. <laughs> anyway, uh, did I mention that Cody Rhodes apologized? And apparently, and he's ecstatic that he's wrestling Brock Lesnar at Backlash. I'll call bullshit, but who am I to judge? 
Maybe he's actually on ecstasy. <laughs> well, maybe he is. Maybe he likes Molly. Molly but, Holly. Molly uh, Holly. You got to look, look things from a cynical <laughs> point of view, I guess, with Cody Rhodes right now because uh, I, I am. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's why I'm gonna. And that's why I'm gonna. You know, accentuate the uh, cynicalness right now because everything <laughs> is based on the loss at the Roman Reigns. Is you know, is his stock you know plummeting? Is you know on Wall Street, as we would say, is the crypto uh, you know plummeting for uh, Cody Rhodes? We may we're gonna we're gonna judge everything on Cody after that loss with Roman Reigns. So we're gonna judge it to backlash when he faces Brock Lesnar. You know, is the Cody train? You know, is everybody getting off the Cody train? Was it the wrong decision for Cody not winning the title? Everything. You know, again, people. Are, you know, people are popping for Cody Rhodes' music. They they're going whoa and all that stuff. So you know, how are we gonna judge? All right, how are we going to judge the stock plummeting on Cody Rhodes? Yeah, again, this is a little bit tedious to get to backlash. Yes, it is. But it, is he the guy? Again, time will tell. I don't know. If you had to buy shares in Cody right now, I wouldn't even bother. Cody Crypto is, you know, is right there. It's not, it's not, it's not falling. <laughs> the same FTX. I, I, I think it's holding <laughs> so, Yeah, exactly. I, I agree with Jeff on that one, actually. But in saying that, it's not that I don't agree with what happened at Mania, right? The story, I get it. No, no, we don't have to go back with the story. I'm just saying, like, you know, people are judging everything after the loss. You know, every segment he's doing, every interview, and and the way he's being presented is the same thing. I'll tell you something, right? If you keep fucking starting every conversation with, so what do you guys want to talk about with that goofy smile? I'm telling you, every, every time he every time he says that, he makes an extra ten thousand dollars trademark. <sighs> Seriously, it's making me sick. So what do you want to talk about? Still got well, the least going. This? He says, What's "Well, that? what do you guys want to talk about?" Then on the big screen, it doesn't matter what you <laughs> want to talk about. Oh, that would be the fucking bomb. That's what you call killing a career. If the Rock just came out to Cody talking in the middle of him saying, "So what do you guys want to talk about?" That would absolutely destroy him. I'd love and to see John that. John Cena shot him with the Peacemaker gun. <laughs> oh, boy. That's that's what you call career death right there on the you, spot. You thought of this too long. Endless <laughs> nights. <laughs> I think he has. Anyway, mm-hmm. speaking of uh, thinking too long, because I don't want to think too much, we get a bullshit match, and I'm just going to roll by between Candice LeRae, Michi, me, and him. Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville, and thank God for Chelsea and Sonya winning via kill switch from Green on Mia Yim. Big deal. Don't care. Can we just move on, guys? Move on. I love love moves. We gotta move on. Right there. Right, Chelsea Green. True, but uh, did I mention uh, the LWO got squashed again in a promo by the Usos? But who cares about that either? Um, we're finally here, boys. We we've made it to the main event. It is Judgment Day. Yes, it's a long one. It is Judgment Day. Damian Priest, Dominic Mysterio, and Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens, Matt Fucking Riddle, and Sami Zayn. Um, cool. Owens, Riddle, and Sami Zayn win by pinfall via corkscrew sent on Atomico from Riddle onto Balor. Is it just me, though, boys? And I'm going to ask you first, Prof. But is Riddle getting old, even though he's been gone for just about a year? 
you know, when you detox, you get older. <laughs> that's what that's wow. what the issue is. So, and I mean, when you're dating, when you're dating a porn star, you age quicker because you're having too much fun. <laughs> well, you better and, have a, and a joke. It's true. He's dating a porn star. He's detoxing. You're getting older. I I feel like there's follow up questions I want to ask that aren't necessarily for this show. Um, well, hey, it's raw. I mean, like uh, Prof says in his little header there. Baby, I like it raw. Well, maybe, Ooh, baby, maybe I like it raw. Maybe I don't need more of an answer. Shout uh, out to old yeah. dirty bastard. That's me right now. Riddle. <laughs> Riddle, I think, is tedious. He's he's only been interesting to me in two places. With the Broserweights, with Pete Dunn, somehow that worked, and with Randy Orton, that worked. Every In every other way, he's tedious. Mm. And this whole thing, and this is not a criticism, by the way, this whole thing reminds me so much of mid-80s NWA, WCW, where it was the Horseman versus Dusty. And every now and then, Dusty, the alliance he would he would put together would be the Road Warriors and Nikita Koloff. And every now and then, it would be Sting and then, like, Tim Horner and Bob Armstrong. <laughs> or, like, Michael P.S. Hayes, gorgeous Jimmy Garvin and, you know, Kendall Windham or something. It was oh, like, Kendall it was like Windham. These ragtag alliances of, of random faces. And this is what this feels like. It feels like this is Cody's ragtag alliance, except they don't want Cody to be near it because Roman's not near it. So Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Matt Riddle feel like the relatables. They're they're like the indie wrestling crowd against against like the the prodigies. Uh, when, when, can... when you say Matt Riddle is Kendall Windham, you must shoot yourself right there. That's a, that's a damn shame. Wait um, wait wait wait. Is that a shame for Kendall Windham? Or, or Riddle at this point, because... Uh, pick, you your, pick your poison. <laughs> exactly. Pick Bill Dundee, if you like. Whoever, hey, whoever, he was big in Mid-South, though, man. I, I mean, all these, the boogie, the, the boogie woogie man, Jimmy Valiant. He would... He would Jimmy Valiant was a star, Manny too. Fernandez. I know, but they, he would put together these weird-ass alliances, you know, of, of random dudes. Like, sometimes you'd have Dusty Sting, and then, you know, like I said, you'd, you'd have, like, that smells in WA in the eighties. Oh God! But is, but Jeff, is it random or is Matt Riddle part of the story of the bloodline that you know is trying to close that chapter because it wasn't unnecessary? Finished? Unnecessary. Yeah, I don't think enough people remembered it, but it's it's fine. What else are you going to do with Riddle? It's fine. It, you know, it, it's exactly that. I don't I don't care. It's 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 okay. I just feel like so this it'll is- be equally random. Random if Randy Orton comes back too to accentuate. The re- I, don't think, I don't think Randy Orton's coming back anytime soon. Yes. And if he does, Ooh. I hope he turns heel on all their asses. I hope he does. Too. He already has tribal tattoos, so he could ah, just fine. Ah, honorary. He real doesn't honorary just hear voices in his head, right, Jeff? Make, make, make a respectful <laughs> honorary use. Not, not, not this. Not <laughs> Canadian. Actually, it would have been funny if they went with the honorary, honorary uh, use with Riddle. Can you imagine that? Hey, use. <laughs> I mean, I could picture it. I think he would have been a good number two for that spot. Zane was the guy, though. It, it certainly right. sounds like number two. Speaking well, of number two, Jimmy, you're a shit. number two at 27.8%. You're, you're rigging it, Jeff. Now I'm convinced. I am I'm not convinced. rigging it. I'm just rigging He's it. He's rigging it. He's fucking rigging it. I've never been this down. It was neck to neck. Well, you've never and what's, what's Chris before. on now? There, there must be like what's some... There must be a sex tape that, that that's going yeah. around on social media. Not oh, just one. I, I just uh, I don't. Know. I flood anyway. the zone. <laughs> oh no! 
Um, it's get, it's getting full on here, man. It's getting full on me, with let, these. Let me just say, if you see something that looks like a Xavier it's... Woods with my head on top of it. <laughs> Look at this guy. He even admits it on the fucking air. Anyway, yeah. hey, by any means necessary, you got to give him credit, okay. right? Well, I mean, fuck. The zone. <laughs> you, you, you read it with his new girlfriend, but the head looks like uh, Yep, not an accident. Uh, <laughs> you, you, see, you see what looks like RVD with his with his wife and girlfriend, <laughs> but it's my head oh, in the hot tub. No, not an accident. No. Uh, well, the thing is, I can't see who votes actually. So. See, I actually can't. You see dick suplexes when Sir Joey Ryan <laughs> in my head? Not an accident. <laughs> oh, boy. Thank God that guy is nowhere to be found. That's what I mean. You, you really put a lot of effort on this Photoshopping, Jeff. I, I'm an expert Photoshopper. It's, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like I'm like Zapruder and whoever did the uh, the Bigfoot film. I, I, I can do it. <laughs> the Bigfoot film. Who did That's do the right. Bigfoot yeah. film? Yep. I know who it was. Wait a minute. It was this guy. Look at him. <laughs> if anyone knows anything about big feet i mean <laughs> that's already nightmares i'm gonna have nightmares tonight <laughs> oh, okay here we go that helped thank all you thank you i'm, 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 I'm not feel better <laughs> praise the lord <laughs> oh those were the days oh, those were the days actually Listen, that, that was last night <laughs> riddle early played the dunce and then he said no i'm not an idiot i'm serious and then you know and they and they won so you know good uh, it, it was deal. fine the match was fine it's gonna to go to nowhere, really. This, That's but anyway, okay. guys, it's fine. It was fine. I know we spoke about a lot of other things, but this felt like a long raw watching it, and it felt like a long machismo reviewing it, if you want to call it that. But before we go, boys, if you had to give it a friggin' Meltzer rating, what would it be? And I'll start with you, Jeff. What would you give this in an A, B, C, D, E, F sort of uh, rating? C. Okay. I'll go D pretty much. And no, not double D for two shadows, but we could go with that. But uh, Prof, what would you give this show? It was pretty much a lot of the same shit. Yeah, it's just, it's monotonous, it's repetitiveness, but at least in, in comparison to another company, it's uh, consistent. So I'll give that's it a true. C minus. Actually, that's a great point because that's the difference. It's called fucking consistency. Unlike AEW, and I'm sorry, and I know I've gotten heat in the past for saying this, but I'm going to say it because I have to. Right now, with what's going on in AEW is bipolar booking straight up. Straight up. Bipolar booking. It's just... Yeah, and, and, you know, you damn if you do, damn if you don't, because again, with the WWE side, oh, I've seen this last week, or, you know, repeat booking, rematches, or whatever, but at least it's consistent to what right. they want to do and, and accentuate a story. But they don't, the writers don't accentuate the story. That's the problem. That's true. But it's That's consistent. True. They're on cruise control right now. How about that? That's essentially yeah. what the, what they're on. I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna hate on it. But better to yeah. be on cruise control than the other guy being on coke. <laughs> More like on, uh, you know, cruise control just went bust and he's flying at a uh, probably 200 miles an hour. That's TK. But anyway, who am I to judge? Right? <laughs> I mean, look at my eyes. I mean, <laughs> anyway. Well, boys, I think we finally made it, man. Uh, Prof, tell them where they can find you, my man. You can find me on the Twitter at PWSOPROF. That's PWSOPROF. And you can find me on the most nostalgic podcast out there, the PWR podcast, the Pro Wrestling Reflection podcast. We're on the PWC. We are on Hame Media. We are on the PWSO YouTube network with myself and the 
Tommy Wonder. Beautiful. Jeff, tell them where they can find you. They can find me rocking the charts as the number one most favorite host of the PW. Why did I do this? Landslide. It's not even close. It's not over yet. It's a sprint. I mean, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon, Jeff. Call it. Call it. The mercy rule is in effect. You can find me on Twitter at IcarusFellMD. But you know that because you love me. Uh, you can find me something with these guys at the PWC. Every now and then, I'm even on the professor's perspective when he wants a less intelligent perspective. Um, you can find me on the Hammerlock Hangover. We recorded the show last night, so it should drop. And you can find it right here on the PWC. Um, and my non-wrestling shows, Garden of Doom and Garden Views. Lots of cool stuff there. Fun stuff. We did um, We did uh, Mexico Paranormal with Unexplained Mexico this weekend. And then uh, we, and just by coincidence, I had a, like a Mayan shaman. And, uh, uh, you know, he runs a, a program called Light Dialogic um, with, with one of his students. They call each other co-teachers. That's why I'm struggling with it. Um, but pretty cool. We talked about the Mayan calendar and astronomy and stuff like that. And uh, last week I had a, a true blue military strategist talking about the, the military status in Europe, the war in Ukraine, um, and she'll come back with, uh, we'll, we'll talk about war doctrines of various countries. Wow, interesting. Very interesting. Well, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can at DJ Mass Effects, and you can follow us also at the PWC Network. Please like and subscribe right here at the pwcnetwork.popping.com where you can find all of our shows, literally all of our shows, right here on the PWC network also like and subscribe at channelattitude.com with five bucks you get to see us talk WWE and AEW right over at channelattitude.com via Hamin Media Group it's only five bucks it is the best talking pro wrestling for five bucks also like and subscribe at hamimediagroup.podbean.com for all our affiliate shows including Jeff's and the professors and in saying that I think I'm done guys I'm Jimmy T that's the evil one, evil dose, Jeff Lippman, and that is the Professor Chabella Vera Cruz from the PW Hustle, and you've been listening and watching the PWC Thursday edition of the Monday Night Machismo right here on the PWC Network, and we're Elskies. Bon voyage. Can't wait for wreckage. <laughs> wreckage. Break out business, we got loads, you keep the crumb. Reaching for my charm, that Draco knock off your arm. Inhaling all the smoke, fuck what it's doing to my lungs. My little feeling be so messy, I'm through fucking with that job. I ain't gon' say too much when a nigga speaking on that hot shit. Fuck the police, cut them bitches, ain't gon' stop shit. Opposition's mad, if they play, they get in pop quick. Flies nigga in the game, yeah, I'm a cockpit. it on Camelot with a hundred something shot. I be swimming with the sharks, little nigga, you a lobster. Heat a nigga up like he eating. Know some pasta and shout out to Keith, then I keep me some roster. The PWC Network what the world is watching and listening to.
It's a very good day to be a very bad guy. If there's a heaven, none of us are getting into it. A short-term deal engineered, conceived of, and approved of by your tribal chief, Roman Reigns. The Judgment Day needs something taken care of. That is the name of Bad Bunny. Solo will handle that before your concerns become a problem because we in the bloodline have problems. We have a Kevin Owens problem. We have a Sami Zayn problem. We have a riddle to solve. We all know what backlash, the first ever six-man tag team match, the greatest tag team of all time, the Usos, Solo versus Riddle, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens, if they make it to backlash, because tonight, for the first time ever, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and Riddle will go in a six-man tag team match against the Judgment Day. And just so you know, the bloodline does not mind extending a little credit. So we're gonna take care of your concerns. Because right here, right now, in the God-forsaken city of Little Rock, Arkansas, Solo is going to go one-on-one one, and in the name of the tribal chief, smash his opponent. I'm so sorry you have to see this deplorable human being up close and in person. Solo's opponent, the 2023 WWE Hall of Fame inductee, Ray Mysterio! Jim, walking into the job. Beautiful, fantastic counter by DeVille. Oh, well, he's caught. You would think a professional rule breaker who was once an official would know to obscure the official's view. He's made well spotted though by the referee. And chasing now the legal competitor. Oh! What do you call that, Chelsea Green, we might call this a victory. They've got it! I don't know how a man that big 
hides from anybody, but good God, man. The colossal Bronson Reed just flattened Bobby Lashley. It was a double count out between Lashley and Reed last week. Bronson Reed clearly wants more. Oh my God! Like a battering ram from the ring apron. Bronson Reed is storming Lashley's castle. The size of this man. The Aussie Destroyer. Oh, God. Just pulverizing Bobby Lashley. There's a sick, sadistic smile. Plastered on the face of what was it he called himself? Mr. Nice Guy? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it right now. No sign of Austin Theory as Bronson Reed now just stalks the Almighty. Reed muscling up Bobby Lashley, but Lashley back to life, looking for a hurt lock. Can he go? And a drop kick from the back by Austin Theory for good measure. Reed now still has work to do with Lashley. Dumping Bobby. Samoan dropping. We know what comes next. Absolute destruction. Tsunami. Bianca had it scouted. Uh-oh. Watch out. KOD. The kids are dead. Put away Dakota Kai! I know exactly what I want to talk about, and I know exactly who I want to talk to, so go ahead, bring yourself out here, please. Come to the ring, Brock Lesnar! Listen to me, do not listen to them, listen to me, please. Think about this clearly. We don't need this, we certainly do not need this. I need you to leave it. If you're not gonna do it on your own, then gentlemen, please come help Cody Rhodes leave the ring tonight. Please. you want, but it can't happen. Like, look at me, please, look at me. Listen, you want the match with Brock? I know you want the match with Brock. I will give you the match with Brock. May 6th in Puerto Rico at Backlash. Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes at Backlash. I make it official right now. Please, don't do this. Do it in Puerto Rico. Do it at Backlash. Not tonight. Oh, Cody! Stop backing down the American nightmare. Oh, Cody's not thinking straight. I understand Cody's frustrations, but oh, this is gonna cost 
Rhodes a lot of money. You said it already, Graves. He's got fire in the eyes. Those eyes are checking out Lesnar. Cody's frustrated. Cody's blind with rage right now. And Lesnar's enjoying every second of it. Lesnar knows exactly what he's doing right now. Uh-oh! Don't do it, Cody! Another wave of security. Keeping Rhodes away from Lesnar. I spent the entirety of last week throwing out positive platitudes about Brock Lesnar, and I left one out. Brock Lesnar can wear this silly cowboy hat all day long. Brock Lesnar, I grew up around cowboys. You are not a cowboy. You are a coward. Kevin Owens with the swamp top ball, but the knees were raised. Dominic makes the tag to Balor, and here comes Finn. Shotgun drop kick right to the heart of Owens. KO in the drop zone. The Prince making the climb. This is out on the coup de grace. Tag was made with Sami Zayn. KO wants to stun out. Sami lining it up. Priest back in ball. Stunner for Damian Priest as well. Haluba kick taken down, Bala. I needed Lita out of the picture is because I needed it to be crystal clear that the person who screwed Becky Lynch out of her titles was me. And then Becky, Becky, do you remember that moment when you like put your arm around me and you said in your stupid little accent, good try Trish, we'll get him next time friend. Becky, I am not your friend and there will be no next time. And I made a point that very moment that I was gonna make everything right and I took out the man just like that. Oh, you, got, you guys don't like that? You didn't like that? Oh, you don't like that? Guess what, I don't care, because I wasn't about to let Becky Lynch or any of you rewrite history. I am not a nostalgia act. I am not your childhood fantasy, and I sure as hell am nobody's sidekick. I am the greatest of all time, and I am the single most important figure in the history of WWE, and I'm here to make sure none of you forget it. Oh, wait a second, Jimmy and Jay, and Solo. The Usos and Solo are back. Trying to pick up the slack because the Judgment Day did not uphold their end. No hesitation from Jimmy, Jay, and Solo. They want to end the KO Saudi and Riddle problem right now. They'll have a chance to do it at Backlash, but Rey Mysterio and the LWO. 
This is mayhem. They want retribution from earlier on tonight. Taking over the numbers game now. Ray and the LWO taking the fight to the judgment day in the bloodline. Superstars coming across the announce desk. As Sami Zayn now goes after Jey Uso. It is madness, it is chaos. There are bodies flying everywhere. Absolute mayhem. There's Rey Mysterio. Dom bringing the fight, I'm sorry, Rey bringing the fight back to his own son. Motion there for Rey Mysterio's. It's all out war here now. Rey's ready with the 619. Oh! He's gone to our own announce table. Bad Bunny's grinning after that one. Thanks, KO. A deal that has backfired on the bloodline.
the PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.